the height spins, and they didn't get the block. But Ferry fields it at the 34. 35. 40. It's a block. 45. Midfield, he's got the groove. Oh, he's got an opening. 30. The 20. The 10. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Go flag on the field, and Ferry brings it all the way. The crowd is filling in. The cheerleaders are stretching. The band is tuning up, and the popcorn is popping. In the locker rooms, the coaches and players are preparing for the task at hand. Emotions are reaching a fever pitch as one team will celebrate the thrill of victory, while the other will feel the painful sting of defeat. Sportsnet Michigan and C92.5 are proud to present the Castle Game of the Week. Kickoff is right around the corner, so let's go to the press box. Here's the Z92.5 sports guy, Ted Fattel. Well, hello again, everyone. You are listening in live tonight from RSC Morning Star Field in Chesapeake, Michigan, as the Indians will take on the Lakeville Falcons in the seventh annual Military Classic. We're coming at you coast to coast, live on Z92.5, Z92.5.com, and tune in radio, and also the replay is going to be posted on Three Point Podcast at Three Point Pod later this weekend. The opening kickoff and start of tonight's game is right around the corner, and we're going to have Bart Matthews tell you who our sponsors are, but first we're going to pay tribute to this great country and the playing of our national anthem here at the field. Tonight's game being brought to you by some great sponsors including Alderman's in Lennon, Alibi and Brubaker Insurance, Appleby Oil and Propane, Beck's Trailer Superstore and Service Center, CLH Insurance, Family Rexall Pharmacy, Fast Eddie's, Farrell's Tree Trimming and Removal, Gilbert's Hardware and Appliance, Graham's Accounting, Hub Tire Center, KP Auto Body, McGeehan Funeral Homes, Memorial Healthcare, Owasso Pools, Oaks Fisher Insurance, Reeves Wheel Alignment, the Schluck Beer Hood Wealth Management Group of Wells Fargo Advisors, Signature Ford, Sports Scene, Sportsnet Michigan, Stoddard Homes, Young Buick GMC, and Young Chevrolet Cadillac. And Ted, be listening for the drive of the game tonight, brought to you by Young Chevrolet Cadillac, Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso, saluting all mid-Michigan athletes. Drive on in or go online at youngautosales.com. And, of course, player of the game tonight will be brought to you by the Three Point Podcast. Three guys, three generations, three hot takes. Listen to the latest show immediately following tonight's game. All right, we're going to have our starting lineups and kickoff, but first... Let's let you listen to this from Sports Scene. Are you ready for some football? Check out the newest edition of High School Sports Scene. You'll find photos and stories on local teams and student athletes. Grab a copy at your favorite high school or on the newsstands today. For schedules, previews, feature stories, and more, pick up our latest issue or check us out at highschoolsportscene.com. Z92.5 The Castle is a proud supporter of high school sports and sports scene. Well, welcome back to Morning Star Field here in Chesanine with Bart Matthews. I'm Ted Patel. It'll be Lakeville receiving. Chesanine won the toss and deferred until the second half. So Lakeville wearing the white traveling uniforms, the Michigan winged helmets, and uh, their colors are gold and black, but they look an awful like, awful lot like navy blue. That's black. Gold. It looks it looks blue to me. Yeah, I know. Chesanine wearing the special military-style uniforms, red, white, and blue, in honor of the veterans. They had a great pregame uh, ceremony here. little Lee Greenwood, a little Taps, a little National Anthem. We're ready for um, a military game here, our seventh annual that we've been here, Bart. 
Here's the kickoff, deep, fielded down at the 15, bobble, dropped, then picked back up. Number 11 with it here for Lakeville, and he is brought down immediately. That was the popular Alfonso Buffalo on the return. So offensively for Lakeville, they'll go up front with Wes Simmons and Tristan Smith at the tackles. Cal Hugler, Eric Schultz will be the guards, and Zane Shannon will be the center. At one wide receiver will be Thade Ferris. Isaiah Barton will be on the other side. In the backfield will be Sam Jackson and Paul Murray. Alfonso Buffalo will be in the slot. Nathan Young will be at the quarterback. The defense lineup here for Chesney in just a moment. First and ten from the 15-yard line. The Falcons with the ball out of the shotgun. Nathan Young takes the snap, keeps it himself up the middle. Not much yardage there at all. Stopped right at the line of scrimmage by Brendan Quackenbush, helped out by his brother Garrett. Also up front, Alex Ammon and uh, Josh Chrysler, the three linebackers for the Indians. Riley Qualls and Keegan Nickel on the outside. Nick Fowler, the middle linebacker. And in that secondary, Alex Steele. David Smith will be the corners. Trent Devereaux and Adam Kohanic. The safeties. By the way, you're listening to WJSZ, Ashley Owasso, home of mid-Michigan football, where we spread it around all throughout the area. Second down and 10. Lakeville with the ball at their own 15-yard line. Man comes in motion this way. They'll hand it to that back. Gets a good block. Nice spin. That was Buffalo on the carry. And... Uh, Right, brought down by Qualls. I think the PA man here might have a, an outdated roster, Bartman. Buffalo was given to me a late addition to the roster after last week's loss. They lost 61 to nothing to North Branch. Chesney coming off 31-21 win over Benzie Central. We're going to keep an eye on who the Indian quarterback will be when they get the ball, too. Look like their normal starter may be out. Third and six. Handoff goes around the left end. Nothing doing there. Garrett Quackenbush there to bring down the ball carrier. A loss there. That was Paul Murray on the carry. So it'll be the Lakeview, Lakeville Falcons, rather, with uh, the kick here early. Quick three and out for this Indians defense. Yeah, and Chesanine will get the ball in great field position here. Glad you've tuned in to this one here tonight. Good crowd on hand here. The Chesanine home side completely filled up. Lakeville didn't travel quite as good, but there are some diehard fans here following the team. Here's the snap into the backfield. Nearly blocked. May have gotten a little bit of it. Ball bounces and only grows to about the 31-yard line. So Chesanine will have it first and 10 right around the 31. Offensively, Chesanine will snap the ball with Josh Chrysler. The guards are Riley Qualls and Garrett Quackenbush. The tackles, Keegan Nickel and Nathan Renner. A wide receiver, Alex Aman and Ty Gross on the other side. Another wide out will be Adam Kalhanek and Alex Thiel. Trent Devereaux was listed as the starter at quarterback. And in the backfield, Nick Fowler. They're showing junior Alex Thiel now lined up wearing the number one. Hey, he's the guy with the wristband, Ted. Yep, he is QB. He tells you something. Takes the shotgun snap, runs the option to the right, keeps it himself, and is brought down for about a three-yard loss. Coming through quickly with Sam Jackson, the middle linebacker. Also helping out was uh, Zane Shannon. 
So Zane Shannon will start up front along with Cal Hugler, Wesley Simmons, and Jacob Jackson. The linebackers, Nathan Young, Sam Jackson, and Paul Murray. <coughs> Sade Ferris, Alfonso Buffalo, Jacob Meek, and Isaiah Barton in the secondary. I apologize in advance. I'm fighting off a little early season cold here. I got the scratchy throat and a little hack and cough going here. So I'm on day three, so hopefully it's heading out the door. Man goes in motion for the Indians. Quarterback hands it off this time to Nick Fowler. Up the gut, has a nice block. Gets around the right side, inside the 10-yard line. Good run there and good blocking up front by the Indians. Josh Chrysler and Garrett Quackenbush opened up a nice hole for Nick Fowler. Yeah, that was just a huge hole. Faking that jet sweep, and he just took off. Nathan Young in on the tackle, but it'll be first down and goal. The ball at the nine-yard line of Lakeville. That quarterback, Alex Thiel, has had in my open uh, Cole Higley, a big, big uh, quarterback to replace. 21 touchdown passes last year. Trent Devereaux had a big game last week. Not sure if he got hurt in practice or in that game, but he is out tonight in civvies. Here's the handoff to Fowler around the right end. Takes it into the end zone. Touchdown, Chesanine, a nine-yard run by Nick Fowler right out of the gates. And those cannons are going off here, Ted. Yeah, just a great way to take advantage of that incredible field position coming off of that bobbled kickoff return and then a three and out. And not a, not a particularly great punt, but a couple of great runs by Nick Fowler capitalizing on that nine-yard touchdown run. Absolutely right. So the Indians on the board first here in this seventh military classic. They'll run the... Uh, what do we call that? The uh, swinging gate? Looks a little like the Corona Cavaliers swinging gate. Yep. Most of the line all lined up on the left side. Now they'll shift over into a normal formation. Looks like it'll be Adam Kalhanek in to attempt the kick. Fowler will hold it again. That's a new holder. Devereaux is the normal holder. Good snap. Nice snap. The kick is up. And the kick is good. So 8.29 to go here in the first. 7-0. Chesanine leads it here over Lakeville. If your car becomes a victim of a deer collision, KP Auto Body and St. John's will get you back on the road fast. They can handle foreign or domestic models and work with all insurance companies. Their certified technicians can handle complete paint and glasswork, auto framework, and complete mechanical repairs. Plus, they'll give you a free loaner with service. They work with Hetler Stowing, so you get 24-7 dependable service. KP Auto Body and Hetler Stowing, proud sponsors of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle. Memorial Healthcare is a proud sponsor of the Chessening 7th Military Classic and salutes our military veterans. Thank you for your service. Originally built as a monument to returning World War I veterans, Memorial Healthcare has been serving the Shiawassee community since 1921 and continues to honor all those who have served. Memorial Healthcare understands the power of compassion and is committed to being there for your family. That's why they have a location right around the corner. Find a provider that's right for you and your family by visiting memorialhealthcare.org. Well, the Indians off to a good start, looking to try and improve to 2-0 and for their head coach, John Mimrenek. And that's a good way to start it with a short field touchdown on first drive. 
Here's the boot downfield. A low liner is fielded by one of the up guys. It's going to give uh, Lakeville pretty good field position. So they'll have it at their own 39-yard line as they take over on down. down. Hub Tire's there for you with the best service for all your tire and suspension needs. They've been taking care of your automotive needs for decades. Priding themselves on honesty and the best service around. Hub Tire can handle anything from a Chevy Cobalt to a motorhome, including semis and farm service. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, tomorrow till 11.30. Call 989-224-3218. Stop in on Business 27 north of M21 in St. John's or visit hubtires.com. Here's the staff. The handoff goes to the running back up the gut. About two or three yards there before he stacked up by the front wall of the Chesanine Indians there. I think that was Sam Jackson on Uh-oh. Here. Samuel Jackson. Watch out for those snakes on the plane. <laughs> Nick Fury. Yeah, without a doubt. Wow. When's the first time you saw Samuel Jackson? Was it in Die Hard, maybe? Was it Die Hard 2, I think he was in? He was in Die Hard 2, yeah. Uh, Jurassic Park. Right. Um, some of the early Spike Lee movies. Oh, yeah. Great actor. Goodfellas. Goodfellas is probably the first time I saw him, if you remember that. Oh, yeah, I remember he that. Stacks the guitar player. Yep. Second down and seven, and looks oh. like the ball carrier going to be brought down for a big loss there. Oh, 19, what, 90? That was Jacob Meek on the carry and brought down in the backfield. First one there for the Indians, Raleigh Qualls. Yeah, just great penetration there. And one thing that Samuel Jackson doesn't like, worse than snakes on a plane, is Indians in the backfield. <laughs> That's right. I think we're going to be seeing a lot of them, though. Yeah, he definitely wants his uh, lineman to do a better job up front. Third and 12. Lakeville with the ball at their own 38-yard line. And now we're going to get a penalty. I think it's going to be too much time going to go against the Falcons here. So five more yards walked off. I don't know if you saw much of the NFL game last night, but that was a, that was a pretty uh, boring affair. Didn't have a lot of excitement at all. A lot of penalties, a lot of sloppy play. Real nice touchdown in the first half from Rodgers, though. That was nice. Right but when he needed was about to crank it. it into gear. That was about it from what I saw. Yeah. His counterpart didn't do so well for the Bears, Trubisky. I'm not a big fan of Trubisky. Yeah. They both have good defenses, though, that's for sure. And that was a defensive struggle. Here is the five-yard walk-off trying to set up a pass. The throw goes up. It was caught by one of the linemen. I really oh, don't think you can do that. Some hankies out for that. Yeah. Linemen are not eligible to catch the ball. The big guy with the numbers in the 50s and 60s, <laughs> don't throw to him. No. And if you do, don't catch it. Yeah, no kidding. So I would believe Chesanine is probably going to decline this penalty. <laughs> so on the stats, does that go as a completion? Uh, why not? Okay. I, don't, I don't think it does. Okay, let's not do that then. No. And it was number 62 on the catch. I really did. I don't have a 62 on my roster, so they switched up some jerseys. So it'll be fourth down here. A little slow start for Lakeville. Otisville, Lakeville. This is the uh, MMAC opener for both teams here tonight. Real nice crowd. Hopefully the weather will hold off. It's overcast. There's a punt this time. 
pretty decent punt. Bounces at the 45, goes across midfield, and will be downed at about the 47-yard line. Chesney will have it first and 10, leading at 7-0 here over Lakeville. Appleby Oil and Propane, your local choice for fuel service needs since 1975. And they're proud to serve Shiawassee, Clinton, and Saginaw counties with excellent customer service and over 25 years of experience in the petroleum industry. Carrying a full range of farm fuel, soy diesel, premium diesel fuel, NL gas, and 90-octane recreational gas, which, by the way, is excellent for chainsaws, lawnmowers, and all small engines. Shop local with a name you know and trust for fuel online at applebyoil.com. Great people over there. We have some great advertisers on board again tonight. Chesanine with the ball, the 7-0 lead here in this first quarter, nearing the midway point. Alex Steele takes the snap out of the shotgun, sends a man in motion this way. He'll run the option the other way. It's handed off. That is Kulhanek around the right end. It's going to be close to a first down. Looks like he might be just about a half a yard short. Takes it across midfield. In on the tackle was our man, Samuel Jackson. Yes, indeed. So the ball will be placed right down on the 45-yard line. They just got to get it across that line for the first down. Clock continues to roll. 5.50 to go here in our first quarter on Z92.5. Next Friday night, we'll be back at Wilman Field, historic Wilman Field, as Goodrich, a powerful Goodrich Martian team, will take on the Trojans. 7 o'clock kickoff time for that one. Man in motion this way, Chesanine going right to left as we see it. The quarterback field keeps it himself. Oh, takes a shot to the midsection. Runs right into Paul Murray. Good tackle. Great fake to uh, Matt Warby on that play, too. Had me fooled. Had a couple of the defensive linemen fooled as well. Picking up that first down. Yeah. Good. <coughs> Good read. Ball just across the 40-yard line of Lakeville. Chesanine with it with the 7-0 lead. Deal. Empties out the backfield. Let's see if he sends anybody in motion. Yeah, the right slot comes at us. Steele tries to set up a pass, rolls right. Passes out, incomplete, knocked away over on the far sideline. I like that call, though. Backup quarterback throwing on first down. Yeah. I mean, don't change things up just because you have the backup in there, right? Yeah. Stay with your philosophy. And by the way, you feel free to talk as much as you want tonight. <laughs> His voice is going to be a struggle all <laughs> evening long. I can see that. 5.02 to go here. The clock is stopped in the first quarter. 7-zip, Chesney on top. As I mentioned, they're wearing the navy blue uniforms trimmed in red and white. In honor of this great country, the military classic game being played here this evening. Chesney in Lakeville. Going from west to east here. That's an oddity in this field. Handoff goes to Nick Fowler around the right end. Gets a couple of blocks. Has the 30-yard line. Takes it up to the 25 where he is finally hauled down there. Isaiah Barton, the first one there for the Falcons. Yeah, pretty much the identical play that he scored on right there. Yeah. I'll tell you what, the guys up front are doing a really nice job yeah. opening up a hole, especially on that right side. Josh Chrysler, the center. Garrett Quackenbush, the right guard. And the tackle, Keegan Nickel. 
You know, if you look at this line, and a lot of these guys don't look like your traditional linemen, do they? I mean, they're all tall, obviously, right. but they're not, you know, I mean, these guys are perfect for this type of spread offense. Yeah, absolutely. They don't have a lot of size. they got some quick guys at the guard position. Looks like uh, Lakeville will call a, a timeout here, 4.41 to go in the first, 7 nothing. Chesanine leads it. Your number one St. John's Red Wings fans, Auto Owners Insurance and Allaby and Brubaker Insurance Agency is a winning combination. They'll work with you to insure your home, auto, business, and life to keep everything you value safe, sound, secure. Auto Owners Insurance, the no problem people. Visit them in St. John's in East Lansing or online at abins.com. Allaby and Brubaker Insurance, your local independent auto owners agent and a proud supporter of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle. Owasso Pools has been serving and caring for Owasso and surrounding communities since 2006. Andy and Karina, they're proud to be part of the 2019 Military Classic, and they'd like to acknowledge and thank our servicemen and women for all they do. Owasso Pools, committed to providing the best in pool service and repair, and they have all your winterizing items. They can also help you close your pool for the season. Stop in at 1313 West Stewart Street in Owasso and like Owasso Pools on Facebook. Well, we've got a red, white, and blue paraglider up above us. You would, you would never catch me on one of those things. <laughs> Here is the quarterback, Theo, keeping himself, breaking two, three, wow. four tackles. Takes it up all the way to the 15-yard line. Should be another first down here for the Indians. You know, and, and part of that is, you know, he just keeps on moving those feet. But some sloppy arm tackling on that yeah. play as well. You know, great hole over here on the left side of the line. But, uh, you know, great play uh, by, by Chesning, but not the best tackling by the Falcons. Yeah, Lakeville, they're, they're working on a rebuilding program. They put, they're playing a lot of juniors. They're coming off a winless season a year ago. A 61 to nothing loss last week. Definitely rebuilding mode. It could take a while. Indians will send a man in motion. First down. Quarterback this time keeps it. Almost coughed it up, but brought down for a loss. Good surge up front there. Sam Jackson was there on the tackle along with Wesley Simmons. Yeah, defense just didn't bite on that uh, fake jet sweep. Maybe they would have been better off actually doing it. Right. Nathan Young also in on that tackle. This portion of the game brought to you by Aldermans and Lennon, Allaby and Brubaker Insurance, Appleby Oil and Propane, Beck's Trailer Superstore and Service Center, and CLH Insurance. 3.24 to go here in this first quarter on Z92.5 with Bart Matthews on Ted Fatale. Gorgeous George back in the studios controlling the knobs. And we appreciate you tuned in tonight. Now we have some motion on the line. Mm. Look like the long count. Peyton Manning hard count from Teal. Yeah. Did you notice that between the center and the right guard, there was a huge hole there yeah. that the lineman went shooting through. I think they did that on purpose. I think so, Pull too. them off, yeah. So they get five easy ones. First down and uh, first and ten. Ball at about the 14-yard line. <coughs> Field sends Fowler in motion to the right. Looking to throw. Little swing pass out here complete. Receiver gets a block and cuts up inside the five. That was Kohanic. Kohanic. Fade Ferris in on the tackle there for the Falcons. 
Nice little safe pass. Yeah. Had a blocker in front of him. Real good play there for the Indians. Yeah, Alex Amon with a key block on that play. So it'll be second down and a couple. The ball at the seven-yard line. Chessonine with it, trying to knock it in the end zone to our left. That's where the big hospitality tent is set up for the veterans and their families. Chessonine probably does it as well or better than anybody in our area when they put on a military game. Wouldn't you agree? Well, they've got so much practice. Yeah. But, you know, with the, the setup with the tent and everything. Well, here's the ball carrier taking it. Matt Warby takes it in from seven yards out, and the Indians on the board again. So a seven-yard touchdown run by Warby. <laughs> the Indians are making this look easy. I mean, that play right there, there wasn't a white shirt anywhere near him. Nope. Well, let's face it. I can see right now this Lakeville team, they're going to give a good, solid effort, but they are outmanned. Yeah. I know their normal starting quarterback was hurt in that game last week at uh, Atwood Stadium. In fact, I see two other players wearing knee braces on their, their left knees. And a team that's not uh, real deep anyway. Right. When you lose a couple of players, that really is tough. Swinging gate again. They snap it back. It goes directly to number 13, who takes around the right end on the Wildcat run. And the two-point run is completed by Kohanek. Yeah, nice little fake right there. It almost looked like it was a broken play. I think it was. Almost looked like the like a high snap that went over Teal's head, and Kohanek picked it up and ran it in. I'm almost sure that was the case, but they'll take it. 15-0. Chesney leads it here over Lakeville on the castle. It's back to school special going on now at Signature Ford in Owasso. Get a great deal on a 2019 Ford Edge. Just $179 a month for 24 months, and Signature will deliver right to your front door. Right now, a Ford F-150 XLT Super Crew. Talking about a 4x4, just $159 a month for a 24 months for Ford returning lessees with Ford Red Carpet Lease. Thirty-nine eighty-nine. Do it signing. Ten thousand five hundred miles per year. See signature Ford Noaso for all the details. And Ted, we're going to be there starting at nine thirty tomorrow morning. You say the deal, deal zone? The deal zone will be opening up. F one fifties edges, and I tell you what, great selection of pre-owned vehicles. Great selection of certified pre-owned vehicles and uh you know let's not forget about some of the great lincolns we got in stock too looking forward to tomorrow morning yeah those are a nice ride well here's a kickoff deep man fields it at about the 10 comes up to 15 gets a oh. 20 yard line and runs into oh, the wall man. boy he took a shot you do not like to see a guy land that way he landed on his knees when he got tackled and bent over backwards Looks like he's okay, though. Well, he's he's definitely feeling it yeah. when he comes off the sideline. That is Paul Murray. Yeah, he's not exactly trotting off the field, <laughs> no, is he? he isn't. Yeah, that was a wicked way to get hit. Well, we got the military classic tonight. You got Michigan taking on Army tomorrow. I love that matchup. The Wolverines yeah. better be ready for the cadets. They're going to have a hard time with that offense. I know. You know, and they better tackle better than they did last week. Yeah. Wasn't too impressed by Michigan or State last week. No, the first game. That's but, true. I, but I do agree with you. There wasn't a lot to be impressed by either one. Here's the handoff. Ball carrier gets to the line of scrimmage. I think that was 
That was Sam Jackson on Samuel the L. Jackson. He's going to see a lot of work tonight. Whole front wall of Chesanine was there to bring him down. A man, Quackenbush and the other Quackenbush both there first. Also linebacker, middle linebacker, Nick Fowler in on that hit. Down to a minute 35 to go here in the first. Our Castle Game of the Week, the seventh annual military classic coming to you from Chesanine. Chesanine and Lakeville. Falcons break the huddle. They'll send a man way out on the far side. They have one over here this way. Going left to right, and again, we're going to get too much time. So we've got a delay of the game, and then it looks like somebody may have called a timeout. Both teams go into their respective benches, so while they go to the sidelines, take a listen to this. William Graham Jackson Accounting in Corona has been servicing mid-Michigan since 1985. <laughs> Professional tax and bookkeeping services for individuals, corporations, the self-employed, and partnerships. Conveniently located on Bacchus Street in Corona, a couple of blocks from McCurdy Park. If you have questions, contact the experienced staff and schedule your free consultation. For more details on William Graham Tax and Accounting, stop by, give them a call, or find them online at grahamaccounting.biz. So it'll be second down and 15. Lakeville with the football. They have it at their own 17-yard line, trailing at 15 to nothing here. Weather seems to be holding out. It's really a nice night for football, about 72 degrees. No rain at the moment. Overcast, but a nice evening. Out of the shotgun, Nathan Young takes a step. Oh, man. He's running for his life, and he's down by the goal line. I think he's brought down at about the five. Big sack, and he had no room to run at all. That was a swarm on that play. So the whole front wall again. Riley Qualls led the attackers that time. And a pretty kind spot right there for uh, for Lakeville. Too. Yeah. So it looks like they put it down at about the seven-yard line. I think the scoreboard operator's having a little trouble. Finally, they get it right. Third and 24, ball at about the eight. 35 seconds to go here in the first quarter. Nathan Young, the junior quarterback, out of the shotgun. Split backfield. Play action, runs, throws a little pass out here. Swing pass, caught. Hauled in by Thade Ferris, but only for a yard or two. Stays inbounds. And that'll probably be the last play of the first quarter. We're down to 15 seconds, and the clock is counting. Chesanine leads it 15 to zip. That'll be the end of the first quarter here on the castle. So after one, 15-0, Chesanine over Lakeville. Family Rexall Pharmacy salutes our military and are proud to sponsor Chesanine Indians football. They're more than just your hometown pharmacy. They're a place to shop for a unique selection of Michigan-made crafts, jewelry, handbags, and gifts. And they now have Michigan-made all-natural products from Dirty Girl Farms. Their custom gift baskets are the perfect gift for any occasion. And their full-service pharmacy offers experienced, caring pharmacists ready to answer your questions and fill your prescriptions quickly. Family Rexall Pharmacy, where pets are always welcome, on the corner of Broad and Saginaw Streets in Chesaning. Drive of the game tonight brought to you by Young Chevrolet Cadillac, Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso, saluting all mid-Michigan athletes. Drive on in or go online at youngautosales.com. 
Player of the game tonight brought to you by Three Point Podcast. Three guys, three generations, three hot takes. Listen to the latest show immediately following tonight's game. Well, with Bart Matthews, I'm Ted Fattel. It is our game of the week here. Chesanine and Lakeville will be over at Womanfield next Friday night as we'll, we'll broadcast the Goodrich Martians back-to-back weeks. Next week they take on Owasso. The following week they take on the Corona Cavaliers in the Cavaliers' inaugural Sports Hall of Fame night at the Nicanese Stadium. We'll be there for that one. Good start here by the Indians in this one. Anything stand out to you, Bart, after the first quarter? Well, it really looks like Chessening didn't miss a beat as far as losing uh, losing Devereaux. I mean, Teal's been uh, perfect in the passing. Oh, actually, he's not perfect in the passing game. One for one for two, actually, but for ten yards. But they really are starting to operate this spread offense. Well, here's the punt. Kalhanek has it, goes down the far sideline, across the 30, the 20, down inside the 5. And, oh, my, brought down just shy of the end zone. This might be a short night, Ted. It could be. And I'll tell you what, you were talking about the Chesanine quarterback, Bart. You know, uh, Alex Thiel having a good game, but this is the kind of opponent you want to really throw him into the mix. You know, they can work out some kinks. Most definitely. And, you know, we have no idea how long Devereaux is going to be out or anything, but Teal looks pretty darn good in that backfield, doesn't he? He does. And this Lakeville team was uh, short-manned to begin with. They've got, what, five, six players on the sideline. Yeah. So they're going to wear down, I would guess, before this one's all said and done. Chesney, don't they don't have a lot of players themselves, though, but they have the ball right now, first and goal from the two-yard line. Thiel sends a man in motion at us, going left to right. Here's the ball carrier getting it, cuts up the middle of the field, into the end zone. Touchdown, Chesanine. Kohanek, good coaching there. He got him down there. Why not give him the ball, right? Yeah, coming off of that sweep, and it looked like he's going to get stopped in the backfield. Really good penetration right there from Lakeville, but he was kind of able to sidestep a couple of tacklers and fall into the end zone, and it uh, looks like we've got a fallen Indian down there. Oh, yeah, they're going to bring out the medical staff. We're not sure what number that is. It looks like it's one of the linemen. So on the injury timeout, Chesanine has taken a 21-0 lead. But on the timeout here, take a listen to this. McGeehan Funeral Homes is proud to salute area veterans and support Chesanine Indians football. At McGeehan Funeral Homes in Chesanine and New Lothrop, they have a heart for serving people, for caring for others in some of their most difficult times of their lives. They also have a heart for honoring lives uniquely lived and are committed to serving the greater Chesaning and New Lothrop areas with integrity and compassion. McGeehan Funeral Homes hopes to be a community of support for their friends and neighbors and empower you toward healing, peace, and wellness. Tony Young and the entire Young family salute all mid-Michigan area athletes at Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC. They know it takes teamwork to be successful, so from the Young team to your team, have a great season. Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso invite you to drive a little and save a lot. Visit them online at youngautosales.com. Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC. Proud supporters of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle. 
Hey, when it comes to insurance, you'll really want an agent who cares about you. Oaks Fisher Insurance, a family-owned independent insurance agency offering hometown service and personal attention for all your personal and business needs. Whether it's auto, farm, home, life, business, or annuities, Oaks Fisher Insurance has the policy you need. Located at 322 North Water in Owasso, visit oaksfisher.com or call 989-723-3011. Well, they're still uh, attending to the, the lineman down on the field. Looks like they might have brought his dad over. He's going to come take a look. Uh, I would expect to see maybe uh, the cart to come out and maybe get him off the field. He's, he's in that uh, west end zone. Looks like it might be a le lower leg problem on the left side there. We're not sure of the number of the young man, though. But we definitely have a play stoppage here. Chesanine well in control here early on. Just early here in the second quarter, 21 to nothing, the Indians lead it. And we talked, you know, we talked about uh, the Michigan Wolverines taking on Army tomorrow. And, and, and like you mentioned, both the Spartans and the Wolverines didn't have that impressive of days. You had to be impressed with the Spartan defense, though. What was it, nine, negative 73 negative yards 73. rushing, something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that was impressive, most definitely. Uh, I got a feeling they're probably going to do a little bit of the same to the Broncos tomorrow. Yeah, we'll see tomorrow night, 7.30 kickoff for that one. Of course, like I mentioned, Michigan taking on Army, seeing that... Uh, what do they run that? Uh, triple option? Yeah. They're very tough to defense, and we'll see if the Wolverines have made some adjustments for Don Brown down there. You know, <laughs> really, the Boo Birds were out for both schools. Nobody was happy. None of the Spartan fans seemed to be too happy. None of the Wolverine fans seemed too happy. And all I can say is, hey, calm down a little bit. I mean, it's, it's early, week one. You know, you have no exhibition games. Yeah, you're that, right out playing. That is true. That is true. I, you know, I am a little concerned tomorrow for Michigan just because. Michigan traditionally, at least going back to the Lloyd Carr era, they've always had problems against these triple option teams. I don't know too much about Army's quarterback, but I can I, you go back how much pr trouble Michigan's always had against a good running quarterback and a good triple option team. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. But, uh, you know, the 2019 Wolverines aren't exactly the team that's going to get stomped on by Donovan McNabb back in the late <laughs> no. 90s or something. Right. So we'll see what happens. I'm looking... Looking forward to both games, yeah. Should be a lot of fun for sure. It looks like the injured player, they've helped him up to his feet, and I think they're just going to help him off the sideline. So that, that's a good good side, at least, that he didn't have to leave on a stretcher. It's 50 number. Might be, I can't tell, is it 56 or 59? I mean, it could be even 52. I thought it was 51. 51. Oh, no, 51's the guy helping him. Yeah, it's hard to tell. Yeah, we can't tell. But anyway, he's probably done for the night. So the Indians, on that touchdown run, injure one of their linemen, so they'll go for the conversion here. Play stops with 11.43 to go in quarter number two here on Z92.5. And our Lions get into action a little bit on Sunday. Do you have any optimism at all? I just wish they weren't starting against the Cardinals. I I, what is it about the, the Cardinals that Detroit always has trouble Well, with? they cannot beat them out there, can they? Yeah. I don't know if they ever have. Now, of course, we're seeing the unveiling of mm. Kyler Murray, but dare we hope that you know Lions are kind of lulling us to sleep a little bit, and maybe they, uh, maybe they 
do something out there in the desert, you know? I'm, I mean, Murray, he hasn't had the greatest preseason. Well, I will tell you this. There is a big pitcher of Honolulu Blue Kool-Aid <laughs> in the Bartman's refrigerator. Is there now? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm always, you know, first couple of weeks, yeah. you know. I am I am excited for the Lions. I'm excited to see a healthy Carrion Johnson, and I'm excited to see what is this uh, Stafford's tenth offensive Hard coordinator, to believe, isn't it? something like that. But I, I got a feeling this is going to be the year. I think we're going to restore the roar, Ted. Oh boy, I like the way you think. Yes. I wish I could think the same way, but I'm a little bit pessimistic this year. Usually, I have the Kool Aid already poured too. But I just haven't gotten excited about this team yet. Now, I hope that's, that's what they're doing. It's, they're in stealth mode. I hope that is they're the case. They're flying under the radar. That'd be good. You know, uh, folks like you that jumped off that, that bandwagon <laughs> and onto the Browns a couple <laughs> of years ago. Give me my Baker Mayfield. <laughs> that has been a, quite a story, though, hasn't it? I got a feeling, though, that, uh, think that they're Cleveland, uh, you know, talking about Cleveland, yeah, I think you jumped on at the right time because you can say I've been a fan forever. Yeah. When, when they uh, do big things this year. i got a feel, good feeling about Detroit, yeah, though. Yeah, I hope you're right. Well, I you're, hope I'm still saying that next Friday. <laughs> I hope so, too. <laughs> Two-point conversion try coming up here. Oh, wow, they did a sideways snap there out of the swinging gate. And it, that was that strange. Worked. It worked. Nick Fowler got the two-point run somehow. Snapped it all the way to the left side of the line of scrimmage, but Nick Fowler takes it in. So Chesanine with a 23 nothing lead here, very early here in the second quarter. When Mother Nature leaves you broken branches or toppled trees, call Farrell's Tree Trimming and Removal. Farrell's does the tree work in all four seasons, has three certified arborists on staff, and offers the latest technology in tree health care. They also sell firewood year-round and are licensed by the Michigan Department of Agriculture. Check them out online at farrellstree.com or call 989-862-4453. Experienced, equipped, insured. Farrell's Tree Trimming and Removal. There are five more good reasons for multi-sport participation. Multi-sport athletes are more coachable. They have higher athletic ceilings, becoming better talent in the long run. They have higher sports IQs. Their sports skills transfer, and they're better teammates. Multi-sport participation is cross-training for life. Learn more at the MHSAA website. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Well, here's the kickoff. Fielded at the 10. Brought up to the 15-20. Close to the 30-yard line. So Lakeville will start off first and 10 from around the 30. Paul Murray. Yeah, first, that one up. first time they haven't bobbled the uh, the kickoff return, and it leads to some pretty decent field position for the Falcons. Be interesting to see what they do without their backs to the uh, the end zone there. Yeah, they, uh, they this is their best field position, but let's see if they can move the ball. They really have struggled getting anything going offensively so far. Trailing at 23 to nothing here to Chesanine. Don't forget, following the game, three-point podcast, a little new feature that we've uh, brought out for you this year. Three guys talking about Michigan and Michigan State in depth. We've got a couple of experts joining us to talk about both the Spartans and Wolverines' week one wins. So I hope you can keep it locked right here after the game. Here's the quarterback taking the shotgun snap, hands it off, and the ball carrier, Sam Jackson, is planted at the line of scrimmage. Nick Fowler was there. Also in on that tackle was William Duranzo. Cole also in on the hit. 
Second and ten. The ball at the 29. Lakeville with it. Man, I don't like the way their center runs up to the line, Ted. You don't? He does not look healthy. Yeah, that's not a good sign. Quarterback, shotgun snap. Runs the counter play to the right side. Pretty decent looking play. Got some yardage. That was Jacob Meek on the carry. First one there for the Indians. Tyler Gross. So it brings up third down and about six. Ball just shy of the 34-yard line of the Falcons. I'll send a wide out this way. Again, they also have those difficult numbers to read, Bart, with the white uniforms yeah. and the yellow numbers on the white. Quarterback throws one out this way. Has a man. Nice sliding catch. Going to be short of the first down. I'm not even sure if the quarterback saw the receiver that time. He just threw it to a spot. Yeah. Nicely done. That was hauled in Alfonso Buffalo. Yeah, nice little down and out play right there. Manageable third down for uh, Lakeville. Yeah, but we do have a penalty flag, I believe. I think the referee said it was against Chesanine, I, I believe. Or they pick it up. No, they're going to say it's fourth down. So fourth down and a long one. Looks like they're going to go for it here. See if they try to draw them off sides here. Shotgun snap. Goes back to Sam Jackson out of the Wildcat, and he's going to be stopped short. Man. A little bit of a head scratcher on that call. Well, it is a head scratcher. I mean, yeah, neither team seems to understand that the ball's turned over. So Chesson, he now takes over on downs, just what we thought. That was a fourth down play. I wonder if Lakeville even realized that. It was very confusing because they said there was a penalty on Chesson. Yeah. But apparently it must have been declined because they put the ball down right where the reception was. Either way, it's back to Chesanine. They lead it right now 23 to nothing with 9.56 to go here in the first half. Alex Steele, who got the starting quarterback nod tonight with the injury to Trent Devereaux, empties out the backfield. Three wideouts here this way, first and 10 from the 38. Pass comes out here intended for Fowler, just overshot him there. Pretty good coverage on that side of the field by Paul Murray. does stop the clock with 9.52 to go here. Yeah, Murray doing a good job making sure that uh, he wasn't able to get any type of separation. Really, Teal didn't have much choice but to overthrow that one and just toss it away. So it'll be second down and 10. Again, the ball at the 38-yard line of Lakeville. Out of the gun. Teal. High snap, but he brings it down, cuts up field, crosses the 35, the 30, breaks another tackle, 25, and is brought down there. That'll be enough for an Indian first down. In on the tackle, Isaiah Barton in on that hit. Now, what I liked about that play, a broken play, he had to jump up pretty high to get that uh, that errant snap. 
No hesitation as soon as he recovered that ball, though. He just takes right off, turns that into a big gain. Yeah, might have fooled the defense a little bit there. Cal Hugler also in on that tackle. But Thiel off to a pretty good start at quarterback here. He'll send Alex Mann way out on the far side here. Indians going from left to right. He'll send Fowler in motion to the left. He blocks the, t the tackle on that side. The quarterback, Thiel, keeps it himself, and he takes a pop. Looked like that was Paul Murray there in on the tackle. Short gain that time. Yeah, he just wasn't able to turn the corner right there. Some pretty good pursuit by Lakeville. And like you said, they hit him hard. They did. Let's hope we see some of that tomorrow afternoon and evening. Yes. Under nine minutes to go here from Morning Morningstar Field. The first half is winding down. With Bart Matthews, I'm Ted Fatale. Glad you tuned into this one tonight. And as I mentioned, three-point podcast to follow. Steele takes the snap, hands it off to Fowler, breaks a tackle, is finally hauled down by the shoulder pads. Kind of a little bit of a broken play it looked like there. Oh, absolutely. You know, pulling that one off of the turf. And, again, no hesitation. As soon as they recover it, they just completely execute right away. Yeah. A lot of times you'd be trying to improvise something right there, and that's when you end up getting tackled for a loss. I mean, they just right away handed that ball off as he recovered it. Looks like one of the linemen for Lakeville was shaken up a little bit. He comes out for a break. That's a, that was enough for a first down. First and 10, Chessonine from the 13-yard line, looking to pad their 23-0 lead. Deal takes the shotgun snap, sends a man in motion to the right. He'll roll that way, steps up, oh. throws the pass to the end zone. Incomplete, a little too hot to handle that time for Ty Gross. Boy, I'll tell you what, the quarterback had all kinds of room to run if he wanted to. Yeah. Yeah, he was able to turn the corner that time. A great uh, block from number 17 to free him up right there. And, yeah, he had a lot of real estate. That could have easily been six. So it stops the clock with 8.05 to go here in the first half. 23-0, Chesedine leads it here over Lakeville. Big matchup next week for the Indians as they take on the Montrose Rams. They definitely want to work out a few kinks here tonight before that big matchup. They'll run the option play. Teal keeps it himself, scoots forward close to the 10-yard line. Looks like they're going to mark his <coughs> knee down right around the 11. Cal Hugler was there on the tackle for the Falcons. So it'll be third down and ten. Got a couple of coffin broadcasters here, don't we? <laughs> Good thing we got the yes, sir. So it'll be Chesedine with the ball. Third and about eight. You got some motion uh -huh. on the line. That's going to be five free ones. And you saw the frustration in that uh, defensive lineman as soon as he got caught. Yeah, and also with the coach over here with the headset on. Yeah, Come ain't on, too guys. happy either. <laughs> now, that's the second time tonight that Teal's been able to draw them off, too. Yep. So it'll be a timeout, Chessonine. Pace of this game a little slow. 7.32 to go here in the first half. 23 nothing. Chesapeake on top. 
You always get the best at Beck's Trailer Superstore, the nation's largest trailer dealer. With over 1,500 trailers on 45 acres, you won't find a better selection anywhere. Whether you're looking for an open or enclosed trailer for work or play, you'll find the perfect trailer at Beck's. They have flexible financing options through several national and local lenders to offer the most competitive rates and payment from only $69 a month with approved credit. For the best selection of quality trailers at unbeatable prices, call 888-SAY-BEX or visit BexTrailerStore.com. Sportsnet Michigan has thousands of high school game radio broadcasts available going all the way back to 1985. For a sample, check out the posted games right here at Three Point Podcast. For more info, message Ted Fatale on Twitter at Z925 Sports Guy. You still put those on CD and stuff? or uh, I will. I mean, I, it's easier to actually put a full game on a thumb drive. Oh, sure. You know, CD, you're limited to how much you can put on there. Gotcha. So I've, I've kind of evolved to it. It was about drive. 72 minutes or something. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, thumb drive, you could probably get order multiple games. You can do you multiple yeah. games, yeah. yeah. That's where I've actually started uh, to download the libraries all on thumb drives. Okay. You know. It's, it's a no process. No more cassettes? <laughs> I've evolved from cassettes to, <laughs> to CDs, now to thumb drives. All digital, baby. And here is the handoff. It's Fowler breaking a couple tackles. Gets close to the 10-yard line there. I'll tell you what, Nathan Young, the uh, the quarterback for Lakeville, had great penetration there. It looks like that was going to be a tackle for a big loss, and Fowler just shrugged him off. Yeah, Fowler's a 5'10", 200-pound junior, but he's he's solid. Yeah. He's tough to bring down in the open field. Fourth down. Fourth down, and uh, the clock shows 13. Yeah, there that's, we go. I don't think that's correct. And fourth, fourth and, and six, six from the nine. Yeah, that makes more sense. They're going to go for it here, it looks like. Taking their time in the huddle. Teal and Fowler going over last-minute instructions. Fowler to the right of the Chesapeake quarterback here. Fourth and six from the nine. Out of the gun. I'll run the option to Fowler. Fowler has all kinds of room, then barrels it into the end zone. Another touchdown, Chesapeake. Nick Fowler takes it in from nine yards out. Four touchdowns all on the ground here for the Indians. You know, they are doing such a great job of taking advantage of space. Uh, they, there's just hardly ever a white shirt around them. And, you know, credit to Chesney offensive line, but a lot of this is just scheme and speed. Yeah. And, you know, the Indians just look like they want it just a little bit more right now, too. Lakeville sure. definitely outmanned right now. and This is uh, just what the doctor ordered here at Morning Star tonight for the Indians here in front of a big home crowd on their seventh annual military night. Well, you know, and, and the thing is, is we've seen some Chesning teams that aren't necessarily uh, the best in Indian history, mm-hmm. um, but they always seem to raise their game a little bit for this event. They, oh, they do. You're right. You know. So they'll try the PAT here. Adam Kalhanik out of the hold of Fowler. Good snap. Fowler puts it down. The kick is up, and it, it looks off to the right, and it was. So it's 29 to nothing. Chesanine leads it here over Lakeville. 627 yet to go in the first half. 
Cadwalder Lord Hahn, your local full-service auto owner's insurance agent. Call 725-7134. Save by insuring your home, business, life, boat, or car with no problem auto owner's insurance agent, CLH Insurance. They're at 200 West Exchange in Owasso. Call 725-7134 or visit them online at clh-insurance.com. CLH Insurance. Proud sponsor of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle. Wishes all area high school athletes good luck this season. So Chesanine with the 29 to nothing lead here over Lakeville. It looks like they're going to probably roll to the win here this evening. Still a long way to go, though. See if the Falcons can make some adjustments. Nicole Hannock to kick it off here for Chesanine. Here's the boot. Nice long kick. Fielded in stride, then dropped. Oh, Stayed Ferris with it. He dropped it. He had a full head of steam going. He did, didn't he? He looked like that was going to be a nice return. And, uh, you know, he caught that one. He rushed up to catch it, almost like Tim Brown used to do. <laughs> and it looked like he took four or five steps before he bobbled it there. Yeah, it did. So that was Alfonso Buffalo on the return. 6.23 to go here in the first. Looks like we got some treats coming up here, Bart. Uh-oh. For our military men. Yes. Oh, I don't know if I can handle that. Oh, yeah. So 6.23 to go in the first half. It'll be Lakeville with the ball. Here's a pass downfield. It's up. It's caught. The receiver went high. The best play so far for the Falcons. I think that was Paul Murray on the reception. Actually, that was Thade Ferris on the recovery, or on the Whoa. reception. 29 to nothing is the score. So military taking care of us as always. I tell you, I tell you. Yeah, Rod and, uh, Rod and Glenn coming back up and yep. stopping in to say hello. They always like it when we come over here, and we love their hospitality. Yeah. That might be the first first down here for Lakeville. It is. And Sam Jackson takes the shotgun snap out of the Wildcat and loses yardage there. I think you might have a couple calories there, my friend. And just a little bit. <laughs> Let's see. we got some chocolate brownies, some sort of cake over there. Yeah, we're going to be hooked up at halftime. Come on, get that stuff out of here. Bring up brats. That's what I'm after. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll be a second down and long here for the Falcons. And long is the key word. I think a long night right now. Yeah. 519 yet to go in the first half. They trail it 29 nothing to the Indians. See, they line up out of the shotgun. Nathan Young, the quarterback this time. Man right behind him. They pitch it. Ball carrier, nowhere to go. That was Paul Murray on the carry. Riley Qualls was in on the tackle along with Nick Fowler. Yeah, Chesaning just 
too much penetration on that. You know, I was going to say they did a good job of stringing it along, which they did, but they were able to actually catch the uh, the ball carrier from behind on that. Just not a uh, not a big play for Lakeville right there. Yeah, the sophomore Brendan Quackenbush really messed up that play right from the get go. Yeah. So Nathan Young on the shotgun again, two backs beside him. Takes a step, rolls to his right, throws a pass a little bit short of the intended receiver. Incomplete. Stops the clock with 4.18 to go here in our first half of play. Looks like the Chesanine band starting to gather over on the uh, west end zone here. One of those rare fields that runs east and west at Morningstar. It's always a little confusing. But it'll be fourth and 23. Chesanine should get the ball in pretty good field position with time to try and draw, draw time to drive it in for more points. And we're going to get a Chesanine timeout. So 4:17 yet to go here in our first half. 29 nothing the Indians. Reeves Wheel Alignment in Owasso is proud to be a Chesanine Military Classic sponsor. Four generations of Reeves family members have or are proudly serving our country in the military. Reeves Wheel Alignment, Automotive Repair, Tire, and Wheel Center will beat any tire deal. And their guaranteed auto service and repairs have been trusted for generations of area families since 1948. Stop in or schedule an appointment today at ReevesWheelAlignment.com. Reeves Wheel Alignment, 206 Southwater in Owasso. Call 989-723-2040 today. You know, did you ever think about uh, ever joining the military when you were younger? Oh, absolutely. Did you? Absolutely. You know, in hindsight, I look back at what kind of knucklehead I was at, you know, 18 years uh-huh. old, and it probably wouldn't have, wouldn't have hurt me to, to go serve the country and, you know, kind of grow up quickly, if you know what I mean. Yeah, that's what they have you do. That's I for mean, sure. they, there's, there's really not much of an option to be <laughs> as far as that is there. You know, and I, I tell you what, for, for the youngsters out there that are, you know, in that situation, maybe they aren't college material, you know, it's not a bad thing to do. And you can always uh, save up for an education down the road. Here's the punt, takes a Lakeville roll. Yeah, it wasn't much of a punt, but uh, got got a couple of yards once it hit the ground. I thought it was going to go out of bounds, and it kind of almost curved back yeah, in. It it's not like there's a lot of wind or anything. A little strange looking. Kind of weird looking, yeah. And I thought Chesanine maybe had too many men on the field, too. They were running a player off the field late. But the referees let it go. But I got uh, a couple of, I got a nephew that's in the Air Force right now, and I got a niece that just got out of the Navy. Oh, no kidding. And they've had great experience. Uh-huh. The one that's in the Air Force, he's stationed in Alaska. Man, I'm telling you. He's enjoying the heck out of it. He grew up in uh, Petoskey and Harbor Springs area, mm. so going to Alaska, he's an outdoorsman, you know, a hunter and a fisher. You know, and they get, they get a fair share of free time. Just It's just like a job. Right. If you're not, you know, if you're not serving somewhere like Afghanistan. Yeah, we kind of have this, this idea that it's almost like basic training 365 days a year, but you're right. It's a job. Yep. Yeah, there is plenty of, uh, plenty of I guess, leisure time is free the right time, word. Yeah. yeah. Here's the snap, Chesanine with it. Jesus, we ought to sign up and be recruiters. I'm telling you. <laughs> Quarterback keeps it himself. That was Alex Teal trying to get around the left end. Clock will continue to run with 3.51 to go here in the first half. 
Zane Shannon was in on that tackle. Oh, no, we got another injury here for Lakeville. They can't afford to have too many more injuries, that's for, for darn sure. That's Paul Murray. He hops over to the bench. And definitely twisted an ankle or something over there. Let's see if they get some medical attention to him. Just a couple people looking at him. Here's the handoff. Ball carrier for Chesanine running hard, but tripped up after a short game. That was David Smith on the carry. Sam Jackson in on the tackle there for the Lakeville Falcons. Clock will continue to run with 2.50 to go. Stick with us at halftime. We'll have this week in high school sports presented by the MHSAA. Get you caught up to date on uh, some great words from our advertisers, and we'll tally up the numbers here for you before we get to second half action. With Bart Matthews, I'm Ted Fatale. Chessonine and Lakeville here. Here's the ball carrier. That is Fowler again around the right end. Bowls over a man. That should be enough for a first down there, and on the tackle was number 14. Or 34, Isaiah Barton. Yeah, way, way more than enough for a first down on that one. And how many times have we seen Fowler do that uh, almost version of student body right? Yeah, he was, look at the, he's got the thick calves and, yeah. and thighs, you know. You don't want to tackle him down there. Ankles, maybe. But it almost looks like he has cankles. <laughs> first and 10. Chesanine at the 22-yard line of Lakeville. Indians lead it. 29-0. Touchdown will put him at that 35-point mark. You know what that means. Here's Teal with it. Keeps it himself on the quarterback option. Takes it upfield to about the 15-yard line. Chesanine has a timeout left. So does Lakeville. But I, you don't need to burn that timeout yet. No, two minutes left. Right. Plenty of time. Got second down and about five. Ball inside the 20-yard line. Looks like it's around the 18 or 17. Alex Steele looking over that line of scrimmage. Sends a man in motion away from us. They're going from left to right. Steele looking in the end zone. Throws a pass up. Incomplete. It was intended for Ty Good. Just overshot him. It stops the clock with a minute 36 to go. Yeah, some pretty good pressure by Lakeville right there. Deal had to hurry up and get rid of that. Yeah, he took a shot. Yes, he, he did. Go Let's see if they go back on the ground here. They got two cracks at it. They need to get about five yards or so. The ball at the 17. Alex man comes over and lines up on the right slot. Taking their time getting this play called here. Teal out of the shotgun. Hands it to Fowler. He's bet at the line of scrimmage that time. Good surge by the Falcon front wall. So I'll bring up fourth down. Fourth down in about four. Somebody's hollering Wango Tango. Wango <laughs> Tango. I don't know if that's a play or they want to hear that song. 
Chastening band takes requests. <laughs> just like the castle used to. Oh, we just had some movement. I think we might have had Lakeville jumping offside. No, they call. Oh, they did. They did. The referee couldn't make up his mind what the signal was. It was offside. Started with the uh, illegal procedure, rolling the arms, but then said offside Lakeville. Takes you down to about fourth and one. Fourth and about one now, yeah. <coughs> You know, and that's the kind of thing that you're, you're just shooting yourself in the foot right yeah, there. It just kills you. So you had a chance to actually get your uh, first stop of the game, and you, you, you do something like that. I mean, that, that's the third time they've been drawn off tonight. Yep, yep. Well, they call timeout to discuss it defensively. We're just under a minute to go in the half. 29 nothing. Chesanine on top. There's nothing better than sitting in the bleachers on a cool Friday night watching your favorite teams battle it out on the gridiron. Aldermans and Lennon and Cub Cadet are another team that loves taking on the competition. Right now, Cub Cadet's complete line of Z-Force and Pro-Z zero-turn mowers are in stock, and they're on sale. These hard-hitting Cub Cadet mowers have the competition on the run with great features and great prices. Aldermans on M13 and Lennon is a proud sponsor of high school sports online at aldermans.com. Well, the first half winding down here at Chesanine. It's our seventh annual military classic. It's been a classic Chesanine game so far. Leading it 29 zip. Just under a minute to go here. Fourth down and about a yard. Ball at the 12 yard line. You know, and I really like the way that they've grown into this offense. And you know what else I really like is when. Uh, I'm not even going to try and pronounce the coach's name, but when Alex came down here. You know, they didn't oh. do the typical rebuilding thing where they, you know, dumb down the offense and try to, you know, get kids to, to come out and play and stuff. I mean, they went to a pretty complicated uh, Ithaca Yellow Jacket offense, and, you know, it's paying some dividends right here. Another touchdown. Another touchdown. Justin Nick Fowler takes it in. 12-yard touchdown run. Looked like he was going to be stopped right at the line of scrimmage, yeah. but broke a tackle. Those cankles. Those cankles, I'm telling you, don't bring them down there. So first down, or a touchdown, that puts it to 35 nothing. So we'll start the second half unless Lakeville can get something going here quickly at the end of this first half. We'll start the second half with a, a moving clock. Yeah. So we're just a little after the 8 o'clock hour here on WJSZ. Ashley Owasso, our game of the week. Call Hannock in to attempt the kick. Fowler will kneel down, takes the snap, kick is up. Looks pretty good from here, and the referees agree. 36 to nothing. Chesanine leads it here over the Lakeville Falcons. First half winding down. You look forward to retirement as your time to relax. But now it's here. It turns out relaxation is overrated, and you'd rather get back to work with an idea of your own. Wells Fargo Advisors can help. For more than 125 years, they've created wealth management and investment strategies aimed at achieving their clients' personal financial goals. When retirement plans change course, turn to Wells Fargo Advisors. Together, you'll go far. Call the Schluck Beer Hood Wealth Management Group of Wells Fargo Advisors at 989-725-8131. Wells Fargo Advisors is a trade name used by Wells Fargo Clearing Services, LLC, Member SIPC. 36 zip. 
Chesanine leads it. Indians will kick it off here. Boy, I was wondering if they were going to send some people up on that front wall. I was going to say, boy, Chesanine could do an onside yeah, kick no over there kid. real easy. Late players coming on to the field here for Lakeville. Here's a kick fielded by Buffalo. They try a little reverse, a pitch in the pitch. Fools nobody. Well, the the pitch was a little too high and a little too hard to handle right there. Yep. That could have been a nice little play. Yeah, why not? Right? Got the move, it? man. I like it. Yeah. But it'll be uh, Lakeville with the ball, trailing it 36 nothing. They'll have 39 seconds to work with here. Let's see what they come up with for their head coach. They're coached by Patrick Johnson. And you look at when they come running out onto the field, how many of their linemen are kind of favoring one leg or the other. Have you noticed that? A little banged up. I'll tell you, they yeah. took on North Branch last week. North Branch must be pretty good. Beat them 61 to nothing. And they uh, they played, this is their second week in a row on turf. Because they were at Atwood Stadium last week. And Atwood Stadium is a lot less forgiving <laughs> it used to be. I don't know if they I don't know if they put some padding under that now or not. Oh yeah, it's called cement. <laughs> well there's a quarterback with a big sack and he says, Come on guys, you gotta block for me a little a bit. Lookout block. Yeah. Nathan Young took a shot. Yeah, going from the Let's see where they spot this one, but they giving him a little bit of a generous spot yeah. right there, but it's still about a 12-yard loss. Well, he took a big shot there. We're down to 12 seconds. It looks like they're just going to let the clock run down here because the quarterback's over at the sidelines. We're down to seven seconds. So they're going to go to the locker room and regroup while we eat our goodies. 30. We'll, be, we'll send things back to the studios in just a moment, but first, take a listen to this. The Stoddard family has been providing quality, affordable housing for 50 years. See MidMichigan's largest display of modular homes. Their models are located a half a mile south of M52 and M57, with lots available in the Chessening and Owasso area. <coughs> Visit StoddardHomes.com for special pricing on current models and a preview of homes starting soon. Homes by Stoddard's. A proud supporter of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle. Make sure you like them on Facebook. Let Stoddard Homes build your new home today. And your number one St. John's Red Wings fans, Auto Owners Insurance and Allaby and Brubaker Insurance Agency is a winning combination. They'll work with you to insure your home, auto, business, and life to keep everything you value safe, sound, secure. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Visit them in St. John's and East Lansing or online at abins.com. Allaby and Brubaker Insurance, your local independent auto owner's agent and a proud supporter of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle. Well, we're here at halftime, 36 to nothing. Chesedine leads it. It should be a fairly quick-moving second half, so definitely don't leave us. Take a listen right now to This Week in High School Sports, 36 to nothing. Chesanine leaves it right here live on Z92.5. At your Chesanine Family Rexall Pharmacy, they're more than just your hometown pharmacy. They're a place to shop for a unique selection of Michigan-made crafts, handbags and gifts, one-of-a-kind jewelry,
candles, and now they have Michigan-made, all-natural products from Dirty Girl Farms. It's the place to start your day with a great cup of coffee, beanery coffee, a latte or hot chocolate for the road, or to enjoy at home. Their custom gift baskets are the perfect gift for birthdays, anniversaries, or just to say thank you. You can choose your items, and the friendly staff will create a perfect gift basket for any occasion. They feature a wide variety of quality wines, craft beers, and liquors at state minimum prices. At Family Rexall Pharmacy, you're more than a customer. You're family. Their full-service pharmacy offers experienced, caring pharmacists ready to answer your questions and fill your prescription quickly. Plus, you can also grab those much-needed last-minute grocery items quickly and conveniently while you wait. Family Rexall Pharmacy, where pets are always welcome, on the corner of Broad and Saginaw Streets in Chessonix. Owasso Pools in the 2019 Military Classic is proud once again to support and thank all the men and women of our military. From veterans to active personnel, Owasso Pools has been serving and caring for Owasso and surrounding areas since 2006. They have in-stock pool and hot tub chemicals, sand filters, and automatic pool cleaners, and much, much more. Andy, Karina, and their knowledgeable staff can assist you with items you need to close your pool this fall. Or you can schedule them to do it for you. Call 989 725 400 or stop in at 1313 West Stewart Street in Owasso. 25% off end of season sale on select merchandise and have most everything you need to close your pool. Owasso Pools wants to say thank you to all the servicemen and women as well as all their wonderful clients for another great season. Check out their Facebook page today for updated fall hours. Reeves Wheel Alignment in Owasso is proud to be a Chesaning Military Classic sponsor. Four generations of Reeves family members have or are proudly serving our country in the military. Reeves Wheel Alignment, Automotive Repair, Tire, and Wheel Center is located at 206 South Water Street in Owasso. They beat any tire deal, and their guaranteed auto service and repairs have been trusted by generations of area families since 1948. Stop in, call 723-2040, or schedule an appointment online at ReevesWheelAlignment.com. As an AC Delco Professional Service Center, Reeves features expert quality repair services, including exhaust systems repairs, wheel alignments, brake repairs, diagnostics, steering and suspension system repairs. Reeves has competitive prices on top tire brands like Michelin, Uniroyal, and DF Goodrich and Hankook. Tire services include computer spin balancing, alignment, rotation, and flat tire repair. That's Reeves Wheel Alignment, 206 South Water Street in Owasso. Call 989-723-2040 today. What Sid would want, football safety rules, and the fear of falling behind again. It's all next on This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, Michigan's go-to resource for student financial aid. Hi again, everyone. I'm John Johnson, and welcome to This Week in High School Sports. There will be a moment of silence Friday night at Jenison's football home opener in memory of Sidney Carfine, who would have been a senior golfer at the school this year, who lost her life this summer in an automobile accident. The Wildcats are looking to the loss of their talented teammate and individual qualifier to the Lower Peninsula Division I Girls Golf Finals a year ago as a source of motivation. And one way that I cope with it is I just remember that she's watching over me and when I make a bad part or something, she's up there laughing at me. Whenever I have a good shot, I would say in my head, like, oh, at least you are here to see it. It's not too different because I know that she's here still, but at the same time, it's really different because we don't get to see her smile anymore or get her hugs anymore. 
no sophomore, Sophie Hoekstra. You can read more about Sydney Carfine and the girls' golf team at Jenison on the second half page of the MHSAA website. Our game balls this week go out to the boys and girls cross-country teams at Heartland, which swept the large school titles at last week's Corona Early Bird Invitational. Riley Huff took top honors for the Eagles in the boys' race. And Cadillac won its own girls' volleyball tournament last week, topping Kingsley in the finale. Marcy Brown with 81 kills and Renee Brines with 143 assists on the day face the Vikings. Back with more in a moment, you're listening to This Week in High School Sports. Do you need money for college? Michigan Student Aid is Michigan's go-to resource for student financial aid. They administer scholarships, grants, college savings programs, and other resources that help make college accessible, affordable, and achievable for you. See how they can help you today by visiting michigan.gov slash mystudentaid and connect with Michigan Student Aid on Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, and Instagram. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look into the fine art of officiating with Brent Rice. In our second segment on football rules changes for this year, there are two which involve safety. The foul for tripping has been expanded to include a trip on the ball carrier, intentionally tripping any player on the field, using the lower leg or foot to obstruct an opponent below the knees, will result in a 15-yard penalty. The definition of horse collar tackle has been expanded to include bringing down a runner, backwards or sideways, by grabbing the nameplate area on the back of the jersey, or inside the neck area of the jersey or shoulder plate. The penalty for a horse collar tackle is 15 yards. Thanks, Brent. You could be a referee. Go to the MHSAA website now to register. A National Wire story ran over the weekend about how high school football teams across the country were reducing the amount of full contact taking place in practice. The piece described the limitations of some states, including Michigan, which limits collision contact in weekly practice during the season to 30 minutes. During the preseason, the collision contact limit in Michigan is six hours in a week. The rest of the time, contact is simulated in a variety of ways to help prepare players. The methods being used are similar with what have evolved in the professional than the college practices. Of course, any news story will always quote or stick a microphone in the face of a ridiculous dissenting point of view, usually a very undereducated point of view, and this story sure did that. They found a parent who criticized the new football world order, the lack of blood and guts, and said that kids in Michigan were falling behind those in other states when it came ready for the so-called next level. Give me a freaking break. That's as bad as the TV commercial for kids' nutritional supplements where the parents are shoving that stuff down their 7-year-old's throat because they're afraid of their kid falling behind in his development compared to his siblings and neighbors. Remember this. High school sports exist because we're here to get kids ready for the next level of life, not the next level of sports, and keep them healthy in the process. Football and a number of other sports have needed to play smarter and train smarter for a long time. It's still the most popular game in America, and the quality of play is going nowhere but up, even in Michigan. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, a production of the MHSEA Network. Thanks for joining us, everyone. I'm John Johnson. We'll see you next time. 
It's the biggest birthday party to hit Ovid in 150 years. This Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, it's Carriage Days 2019. Join the 150-year celebration with three great days of fun for the whole family. Featuring the Midway, live bands, barbecue competition, chili cook-off, and the Carriage Days Cruise-In Car Show, and porch and patio decorating citywide. The 150-year birthday party kicks off Friday night at 6 with cake and ice cream, balloon animals, face painting, and it's country night with music from Whiskey Disky and Melissa Lee in the entertainment tent. The parade starts Saturday's festivities at 11. Live music kicks off at noon with Blind Ambition, then there's horse wagon rides and the barbecue rib competition fires up at 2.30 and Bottoms Up takes the stage at 7. There's all your favorite carnival rides on the Midway every day. Get your wristbands in advance at City Hall and save five bucks. Carriage Days revs up again on Sunday with the cruising car show starting at noon. The Clarkson Band on stage at 12.30 and the chili cook-off from 2 to 4. That's Carriage Days and Ovid's 150-year celebration this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Get all the details at ovidcarriagedays.com. It's the Memorial Healthcare Free Health and Technology Expo, Saturday, September 14th from 10 until 2 on the grounds east of the auditorium in Owasso. Featuring free physician talks throughout the day. And you can meet Memorial Medical Providers. Try your hand at using their state-of-the-art robotic technology and sign up for their new patient portal. They're going to have free health screenings for blood pressure, bone density testing, and body mass index, or BMI. Plus free giveaways, refreshments, and a whole lot more. That's the free Memorial Healthcare. Health and Technology Expo, Saturday, September 14th, from 10 till 2. Get all the details at memorialhealthcare.org. If you're looking for a great-paying part-time job with flexible hours, check out 2020 Census Jobs. You may have another job, or not. You may even be retired or looking for some extra income, but you can also help make sure that everyone gets counted. So apply today at 2020 C-E-N-S-U-S dot gov forward slash jobs to help strengthen your community. Well, welcome back to RSC Morning Star Field in Chesanine with Bart Matthews. I'm Ted Patel. The Indians are cruising right at the moment. 36 nothing. they lead it. They, uh, they have pretty much kept things on the ground. Nick Fowler with three touchdown runs, including a nine-yarder, another nine-yarder, and a 12-yarder just before halftime. Matt Warby took one in from seven yards out. Adam Kalhanek had a two-yard run. And uh, they're rolling right now, Bartman. Big, big uh, start here. I don't know how they are in the statistics. Well, it's pretty much how you'd expect when you're up 35 to nothing at the half, Ted. Uh, you know, speaking of uh, Fowler, of course, he is leading the team. Three touchdowns. Also, nine of 97 rushing. So, I mean, he's... Definitely piling it up there, averaging uh, a little bit more than uh, 10 yards per carry. Uh, Alex Teal, uh, pretty solid. He's the second leading rusher. Eight carries for 41 yards. Uh, Kohanek, Warby, and Smith have all uh, carried the ball one time. Uh, Kohanek and Warby, like you said, pretty successful on their one carry, both of them with a touchdown. Uh, Teal uh, not doing as well through the air, but they haven't really needed to. Uh, a one of five for six yards, 154 yards total for uh, Chesedding. Uh Well, for the Lakeville Falcons, a completely different story. Samuel L. Jackson leading all uh, rushers, four carries for five yards. 
Uh, Paul Murray, I got him two carries for negative 10. Uh, Alonzo Buffalo, uh, four yards, negative 22 yards for the uh, the young quarterback, Nathan Young. Uh, negative 25 yards on the ground. Young, three for five in the air for 19 yards. For, so uh, Those are kind grand, of Tulsa yeah, numbers, aren't grand they? Grand total of negative six yards. Yeah, negative 25 yards. I mean, give them another half and they starting to look like wow. some Tulsa numbers for sure. Well, we are at halftime, and we're going to have a moving clock here in this second half, I'm sure. So uh, why don't we get caught up to date on a few more spots here from our advertisers, Bart, get a little ahead. I think that'll make some folks happy. Uh, your number one St. John's Red Wings fans, Auto Owners Insurance, and Allaby and Brubaker Insurance Agency is a winning combination. They'll work with you to insure your home, auto, business, and life to keep everything you value safe, sound secure. Auto Owners Insurance, the no problem people. Visit them in St. John's and East Lansing or online at abins.com. Allaby and Brubaker Insurance is your local independent owner's agent and a proud supporter of high school uh, football here on Z92.5 The Castle. And the drive of the game tonight brought to you by Young Chevrolet Cadillac Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso. Inviting you to uh, drive a little and save a lot. Go online at youngautosales.com. And the player of the game tonight brought to you by the Three Point Podcast. Three guys, three generations, three hot takes. Listen to the show immediately following tonight's game. Well, we're going to be in the high school mercy rule to start this second half. One of the teams ahead by 35 or more in the second half. These are some of the rules that we'll be looking at. The clock will run continuously except for in the following situations. The old tips rule, Bart. Tips. Touchdown. Clock will be uh, stopped on timeouts. 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 It'll be stopped on the intermission between the third and fourth quarters. Okay. That's the I. The I. And after a score. Uh, penalty enforcement. That's the P. That's the so P. Whistle ready to play. And then safety reasons. That's the S. Safety reasons. If a player gets injured. Uh, an injury, for example. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Some other rules about uh, what's going on. Well, how about the broadcast of today's game? Some serious legal rules here, Ted. Well, tell it's a copyrighted it. presentation of the Michigan High School Athletic Association and WJSZFM. No reproduction, retransmission, or other distribution of the description or accounts of this game can take place without the express written consent of the MHSAA, Z92.5, The Castle, and Sportsnet Michigan. Hey, it's the back-to-school special, and it's going on right now at Signature Ford in Owasso. You want to talk about a great deal on a 2019 Ford Edge, just $179 a month for 24 months, and Signature will deliver right to your front door in a covered trailer. I'm telling you what, Not we'll bad. take care of you. Right now, a Ford F-150 XLT Super Crew. Talking about a 4x4, just $159 a month for 24 months for all Ford returning lessees with Ford Red Carpet Lease. $39.89 do it signing, 10,500 mile per year lease. See Signature Ford Nawaso for all the details. And we'll not only give you all the details, but we'll get you on a test drive on one of these fine vehicles. And I'll tell you what, some, uh, those F-150s are selling like hotcakes. We've got some great used trucks on the lot as well. And, of course, starting to get into this kind of weather, Ted, we're talking about some crossovers, some SUVs. And we've got a great deal, like I said, on that Ford Edge. 179 a month for a 24-month lease. Definitely the way to go. 
Here's a question for you. Yeah. Um, you know, and this goes for all our sponsors that uh, that are in the car uh, car selling business. Sure. What is what would you say is the best time of year to to pick up like that? last year's model are we closing in on that time you know when the new models come out well we haven't really gotten a whole lot of the the uh the 2020s out yet at right. least for ford uh the uh when do they come out normally well it used to be that they all came out in the fall that's what i thought so you know that's kind of what everybody's used to now they kind of uh they kind of start to trickle in so for example the 2020 explorer mm-hmm. is uh you know real hot right now but just incredible incentives on a 19 explorer oh yeah if you're looking for a 19 explorer you know i mean we can definitely find you one and some great rebates some great incentives uh some of the uh the lincolns are starting to see some uh some 20s like the 2020 aviator which is uh just i don't know if you've seen that yet or not just a gorgeous vehicle incredibly capable suv and uh we're really excited about that really looking forward to the grand touring edition that's going to be coming out with a uh hybrid uh powertrain and something like 500 and something horsepower wow wow yeah, it's insane and it's just a beautiful beautiful well, it's, ride it's amazing what what has happened yeah. in the, in the auto industry in general yeah. i mean just you know, Let's face it, the price of these new super trucks are really out there, but that you make it manageable for them to fit it in their budget. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we, that's why we call it the deal the zone. The deal Dad. zone. I mean, you know, we are really uh, always looking to, get, to put some kind of deal together, always looking to try and find you, you know, the best deal possible. I'll give you an example. Uh, had a uh, gentleman that bought a uh, truck from me last week. I was actually able to get him $100 less on his payment, on his monthly payment. For the exact same truck that he was going to pay three hundred and something a month. So I mean, we're we're always looking to try to find that's, something out that's for it. That's what it's all about. Yeah. That's what it's all about, and that's what it's all about here on a Friday night is trying to get the best deal on the field. And right now, Chesanine has a deal going. They will uh, receive this second half kickoff, and the kickoff here will be brought to you by Family Rexall Pharmacy, Fast Eddie's, Farrell's Tree Trimming and Removal, Gilbert's Hardware and Appliance and Graham's Accounting. My partner is Bart Matthews. I'm Ted Patel. Glad you could tune into this one tonight. I know all our Indian fans out there are enjoying this. Yeah, this turns into just an awesome tradition here with this mill. It really does. They draw a good crowd, you know, here in week two. The weather is perfect. Here's the kickoff. All bounces and bounces and finally picked up at about the 20-yard line. That was Kohanic. Has some room around the right end. Uh-oh. He's got some He's got wheels, definitely huh? definitely some wheels. He's at the 40, midfield, the 40, the 30. Got a blocker in front of him. Spins past the man and takes it all the way down to the 20-yard line. Wow. So first and 10, Chesanine. The clock will continue to run now as we have that mercy rule in effect. And then a little bit of a knuckleball on that one. Kind of hard for him to field. And- he was able to change course and uh, go to the opposite side of the field. Probably uh, rushed for, for an extra 40 yards right there, running back and forth, running north-south instead of east-west, right, Ted? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got to feel for this Lakeville team, man. I mean, they can't afford any more injuries, and they got a player down on the far side of the field. So we do have a clock stoppage here, and, uh, you know, things are just 
going south here quickly for the Falcons on the injury department. They're getting banged up left and right. So we have an injury on the field. While we do, take a listen to this. Memorial Healthcare is a proud sponsor of the Chesoning 7th Annual Military Classic and salutes our military veterans. Thank you for your service. Originally built as a monument to returning World War I veterans, Memorial Healthcare has been serving the Shiawassee community since 1921, and they continue to honor all those who have served. Memorial Healthcare understands the power of compassion and is committed to being there for your family. That's why they have a location right around the corner. Find a provider that's right for you and your family by visiting memorialhealthcare.org. Hub Tire's there for you with the best tire for service for all your tire and suspension needs. They've been taking care of your automotive needs for decades, priding themselves on honesty and the best service around. Hub Tire can handle anything from a Chevy Cobalt to a motorhome, including semis and farm service. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturdays, 8 to 11.30. Call 989-224-3218. Stop in on Business 27 north of M21 in St. John's or visit hubtires.com. Appleby Oil and Propane have been your local choice for fuel needs since 1975. And they're proud to serve Shiawassee, Clinton, and Saginaw counties with excellent customer service and over 25 years of experience in the petroleum industry. They carry a full range of farm fuels, soy diesels, premium diesel fuel, NL gas, and 90-octane recreational gas which is excellent for chainsaws, lawnmowers, and all small engines. Shop local with a name you know and trust for fuel online at applebyoil.com. Well, it looks like they got the young man up on his feet, but he's going to be helped over here to this sideline, so he has to come all the way across the field. 36 nothing, Chesedine on top. A couple players come now to, to help out and get him over to the sidelines. Yeah, it's it's a tough situation if you're this Falcon team, Barton. You're you're looking at all these injuries. You're undermanned to begin with. Right. It's tough to tough to keep it together, but that's what the coaches are there for, and you know the players have to suck it up themselves and try and get it together. Family Rexall Pharmacy salutes our military and are proud to sponsor Chesting Indians football. They're more than just your hometown pharmacy. They're a place to shop for a unique selection of Michigan-made crafts, jewelry, handbags, and gifts. They now have Michigan-made all-natural products from Dirty Girl Farms. Their custom gift baskets are the uh, perfect gift for any occasion, and their full-service pharmacy offers experienced, caring pharmacists ready to answer your questions and fill your prescription quickly. Family Rexall Pharmacy, where pets are always welcome on the corner of Broad and Saginaw Streets in downtown Chesaning. First and 10 from the 18-yard line. Chesaning keeps it on the ground. Kohanek with the carry between left guard and tackle. Gets about five. Nathan Young in on the tackle there for the Falcons. So Chesaning on top by a whole bunch here. In week number two, we have Goodrich Atawaso next Friday night coming to you from Wilman Field. Looking forward to a trip up there. We love that place. One of our favorite broadcasting spots we go to during oh, the season. Definitely. Just a classic stadium. Absolutely. And a stadium in the true sense, too. Right, you right. Know? Here's a jet sweep. The handoff goes to number oh. three. We got a penalty flag. Ball carrier took it into the end zone. 
Uh, I don't know if uh, that, that flags for the attempted horse collar or what, but uh, it's still definitely Three, Matt, Warby, Matt Warby takes it yep. in. Well, who are they pointing at, Bart? It's going, yeah, it's against going against holding yep. against the Indians, yep. so it's waved off. So clock does stop on the penalty. Now, did you notice? I don't, I didn't get the uh, the number of the Lakeville player, but there was a. Uh, a little bit of a tempted horse collar there as Warby was going into the end zone. Yeah. I for, at first, I thought that's what the flag was for. Well, I didn't catch the number. But, but I don't know. I think you actually have to drag the player down for it to be uh, a penalty I or think, not. I think you do. Yeah, you do. I know they've changed the rules a little bit about what constitutes a horse collar tackle in high school football. Yeah, it's a little difficult to keep up to date on high school, college, and pros when some yeah. of the rules, especially when it comes like that, the horse collar. So it'll be Chesedine with the ball. Second and seven from the 16. Here's the shotgun snap. Warby again around the right end. Gets the corner at the 10, the five. Touchdown, Chesedine. 16-yard run that time by Warby around the corner. And almost a... Uh... That scared me. <laughs> Almost the exact same play that he scored on the first time, except this time he runs it to the right and for a few more yards because of that penalty. But a big score there from Warby. Only two touches tonight, and both of them touchdowns. Yeah. 10.07 to go here. Or ten. Now the clock's moving, so under 10 minutes to go here in our third quarter. 42 to nothing, and if they get up to 50... Watch out. Clock really doesn't stop at all. No tips at all, huh? How you doing, young man? Oh, we got, we're on the air, but thanks for checking with us. <laughs> now, if, I, if, if you were our competition, Ted, you'd have... I'd have interviewed him. You'd have interviewed him in the middle of the game. That's right. Here's the kick is up and good by Kohanic, and it's 43 to nothing. I was worried he was going to unplug something. I, uh... So, the point was good. 43 nothing. 9.13 to go here in the third. We up to date on commercials? Oh, we could probably do some more here. Owasso Pools, how about those folks? Absolutely. They've been serving and caring for Owasso and surrounding communities since 2006. Andy and Karina are proud to be part of the 2019 Military Classic, and they'd like to acknowledge and thank our servicemen and women for all they do. Wasso Pools, committed to providing the best pool service and repair, and they have all your winterizing items. They can also help you close your pool for the season. Stop in at 1313 West Stewart Street in Owasso and like Owasso Pools on Facebook. Well, the Indians are cruising to a victory. They beat this team last year 50 to nothing. Okay. And uh, it's looking very similar. Double secret probation mercy rule. Coming up. Here's the kickoff. Goes to the far sideline. Looks like it goes out of bounds. So it'll be Lakeville with it at their own 35-yard line. So they'll have it in decent field position here. McGeehan Funeral Homes is proud to salute area veterans and support Chesaning Indians football. At McGeehan Funeral Homes in Chesaning and New Lothrop, they have a heart for serving people, for caring for others in some of the most difficult times of their lives. 
They also have a heart for honoring lives uniquely lived and are committed to serving the greater Chesaning and New Lothrop areas with integrity and compassion. McGeehan Funeral Homes hopes to be a community of support for their friends and neighbors and empower you towards healing, peace, and wellness. Well, this drive brought to you by Hub Tire Center, Three Point Podcast, KP Auto Body, McGeehan Funeral Homes, and Memorial Healthcare. So it'll be Lakeville with the ball. First and 10 from their own 35. They'll send three wideouts this way. Nathan Young, the junior quarterback, out of the shotgun. He's got a running back to his left. They had one too many people on the field. I think that's a penalty. You can't have 12, 12 players on the field at any time. Yeah, you gotta gotta be able to count to eleven and then stop. Well, and when you got twelve there, yeah, you just maybe want to say, well, I dare you to count. You know? <laughs> when you run off the field late, you're just you're just giving them the signal. Right. So yeah, no instant replay. You're probably right. I think you're probably better off just not even not even showing anything right yeah, there. Just stay taking on a the stance. field. Yeah. But the five yards is marked off against them. 7.04 to go in the third. 43 nothing. Chesanine on top here looking to win this military classic. Nick Young back to throw. Throws one out here this way. Up and incomplete. It's good to see Paul Murray back into the ballgame. He had that uh, foot ankle injury a little earlier on. And it uh, looks like he's going to be all right. But he heard some footsteps there and it's incomplete. But that does keep the clock going here. Yeah, no no stoppage for an incomplete pass. No. I'm impressed by the crowd. I mean, the home stands was completely filled here. Yeah. You know, it's just a, it's, it's kind of a great atmosphere honoring our military veterans, you know? Yeah, you know, and there's still quite a few folks, of course, in the tent over by the oh, east yeah. end zone there. Yep. And they'll have a full fireworks display when this one is yeah. over as well. We've, we've seen a few of those, haven't we? Yes, yes indeed seeing some tonight too yeah here's a pass downfield tipped up incomplete again that was intended for murray couldn't quite haul it in pretty good coverage that time by david smith for the indians a really well thrown ball right there by young it really was he's got a nice delivery that one unfortunately was kind of into double triple coverage but uh, it was on the hands of the receiver you you want to haul those in if you can down to 5.40 to go here in the third. Yeah, Murray got some air on that one, too. He did. I mean, he almost came down with that. I will say I like I like their helmets. I do, too. I, I'm a big fan. Still haven't figured out how, how what exactly is that wing on there. <laughs> Passes up and bounces around incomplete. That one was intended for Thade Ferris. Looked like linebacker number 52, Keegan Nicole, was there to break it up. So it brings up third down now in 15. Well, we've had one one first down here for uh, the Falcons tonight, yeah. haven't we? Yeah. Through the air for uh, Nick Young. Yeah. yeah. Or Nate Young, I should say. Well, right now they have to just kind of play for some small victories, you know. Ah. Like a first down or two would be nice. Fourth and 15. Going to go for it from their own 30-yard line. No, they're going to punt it. Punt goes up. Fair catch signaled for and completed. Oh. 
Ah, a little lack hit. of concentration right there. Yeah, Paul Murray wanted to put a hit on and didn't see the fair catch. It kind of led with the head even. Yes, he did. So that penalty will go against Lakeville. I really don't think there was ill intent. I didn't think so at all. I didn't think so at all. Just because he, he did strike him with the crown of his helmet, but yep. uh, you know, it looked like he was trying to put the brakes on, yeah. and he realized it a little bit too yeah. late. Yeah, just a split second too late, and that's 15 yards. Yeah. Check out the three uh, the three generational look at sports and pop culture. Yes. By subscribing for free, free to Three Point Podcast. Ted the Sports Guy, Matt Burns of ESPN, and Jared Fatale of Fox 17 bring you the lively and interesting hot takes every week. Find the show along with Z92.5 game replays on SoundCloud and other podcast sites. That's the Three Point Podcast. And you can hear it right after this uh, broadcast of this football game. Tonight. We're going to give you a little flavor here on FM Radio. I think our latest edition, we're going we're gonna to start hitting our groove, Bart, because there's nothing but football to talk okay. about. Okay. You know, Michigan, Michigan State, and the Lions. This, this episode is heavy on the Spartans of Wolverine. Well, here's a handoff and that jet <laughs> run that time by Adam Kalhanek. Takes it in from 36 yards out. Oh, boy. He has some wheels. We were talking about that on that big... Uh, kick return that set up the last touchdown for Chesaning, and we're getting uh, conversion away from away. double secret probation here. Yeah. So let me give uh, a couple of quick spots here. You better. Tony Young and the entire Young family salute all mid-Michigan area athletes. At Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC, they know it takes teamwork to be successful. So from the Young team to your team, have a great season. Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC. On M21 in Owasso, invite you to drive a little and save a lot. Oh. Visit them online at youngautosales.com. Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC, proud supporters of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle. Oh, my goodness. They, they snapped the ball, bar. It, it was about, it was a grounder, and Fowler picked it up, broke two tackles, and took it in for the two-point run. Yeah, the, the long snap game has definitely been a cause for concern for the Indians tonight, but they've, they've done a great job of recovery every single time. So Nick Fowler takes it in for the two, and that does take us to super secret double probation. Yeah, as Dean Wormer would say, 0.0. <laughs> well, 51 time to for nothing. someone to put his foot down, and that foot is me. <laughs> So uh, the 50-point rule. Let me just read that one. Uh oh. Yeah. Let's get. Let's make it official. So a 50-point differential. It's 51. Clock will run continuously except for official timeouts for injured players. So it's going to be a quick one now, buddy. So, so even uh, scores. Yeah. It'll run after yeah, scores. After scores. So you need to do any? How are we doing on ads? This is gonna be this is gonna be fast. When Mother Nature leaves you broken branches or toppled trees, call Farrell's Tree Trimming and Removal. Farrell's does tree work in all four seasons, has three certified arborists on staff, and offers the latest technology in tree health care. They also sell firewood year-round and are licensed by the Michigan Department of Agriculture. Check them out online at Farrell'sTree.com or call 989-862-4453. Experienced, equipped, insured, 
Farrell's tree trimming and removal. Well, the kickoff comes down. The deep man brings it up to about the 30-yard line, so that is where uh, Lakeville will have it. They pick up a flag. There was a flag on the field, but they pick it up. So clock will, well, right now it's stopped for some reason. Now they said start it back up. So I think, I think we just had a timeout, but the clock will continue to run. So the coaches. So even on a timeout, the, the clock does not stop. Taking advantage of the timeout here. Like any sports team, people make the difference, and that's why Gilbert's Hardware and Appliance in downtown Owasso is number one with expert advice, problem-solving tips, and a friendly, helpful attitude. With quality American brand-name appliances like Whirlpool, Maytag, Frigidaire, and GE, plus Toshiba, LG, and many other television brands, you owe it to yourself to check out Gilbert's selection and low prices. Gilbert's Hardware and Appliance, downtown Owasso, a proud supporter of high school sports, on Z92.5, the castle. Hey, when you need a car wash or an oil change, you want it done right. And you want it done fast. So get into a Fast Eddie's Car Wash and Oil Change Center in your neighborhood today. They also offer trans flushes, radiator flushes, and many other major services. Fast Eddie's has 16 locations around the state, and they all offer the great products and services Fast Eddie's has become famous for. Look for them on Facebook or at FastEddie'sCarCare.com. Fast Eddie's, a name you can trust. Well, Lakeville with the ball. They'll throw a pass over the middle, up incomplete, intended for Thade Ferris there. Defending was number 22 there for the Indians. That was Ty Good there. Defending. This portion of the game brought to you by... Owasso Pools, Oaks Fisher Insurance, Reeves Wheel Alignment, Schluck Beer Hood Wealth Management Group of Wells Fargo, and The Deal Zone, Signature Four. The Deal Zone, tomorrow morning. So, a minute 13 yet to go here in the third. It's going to be a quick fourth quarter if things keep playing out like this. Second down and ten. thing is, when Chesney gets her hands back on the ball, it's just... They're dangerous. Wow. That Kohanic's got some speed. Back to throw again. A little pass over oh. in the left flat. Incomplete. Receiver took his eye off the ball that time. I think it was Sam Jackson. Hit him right in the hands. Yep. I'm not sure he was going to go very far anyway, but it's incomplete. Don't forget, three-point podcast will follow the game tonight. Brought to you by our good friends at Main Street Pizza. And we always start it right away, so it's not like you got to wait right. till 10 o'clock or anything like that. It's like we sign off, boom, into the podcast. Yep. So it gives you a chance. gives our fans that come to these games an opportunity to listen to it on their way home. Yeah. Gets us a chance to, to listen to it on the way home. Absolutely. So it'll be the last play if they get it off here of the third quarter, and they don't, so that'll end the third quarter, so it'll be Lakeville with the ball to start the final 12 minutes, and it'll be about 12 minutes right after these words. 51 to nothing, Chesanine leads it. You always get the best at Beck's Trailer Superstore, the nation's largest trailer dealer. With over 1,500 trailers on 45 acres, you won't find a better selection anywhere. 
Whether you're looking for an open or enclosed trailer for work or play, you'll find the perfect trailer at Bex. They have flexible financing options throughout uh, through several national and local lenders to offer the most competitive rates and payment from only $69 a month with approved credit. For the best selection of quality trailers at unbeatable prices, call 888-SAY-BEX or visit BexTrailerStore.com. Cadwalder, Lord Hahn, your local full-service auto owner's insurance agent. Call 725-7134. Save by insuring your, in, your home, business, life, boat, or car with no problem auto owner's insurance agent, CLH Insurance. At 200 West Exchange in Owasso, call 725-7134 or visit them online at clh-insurance.com. CLH Insurance, a proud sponsor of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle, wishes all area high school athletes good luck this season. With Bart Matthews, I'm Ted Patel. Here we start the fourth quarter with Chesney with a huge lead. Lakeville with the ball, the quarterback throws one up, little back shoulder action intended for number 34, just short. Isaiah Barton was the intended receiver, but it's incomplete, so it'll bring up fourth down now for Lakeville. And, you know, could have been a huge gain right there. Uh, you always want to pause and have to come back to that pass like that. He had a step on his uh, defender. Uh, just wasn't far enough. Nope. So it'll be fourth down now here for the Falcons. Fourth and ten. We got 11-15 to go here in the ballgame. Chesneen going to improve to 2-0. and Oh, here's the punt. <coughs> kind of shanked a little bit. Takes a Falcon roll at midfield. And is going to go to the 45-yard line of Chesneen where the Indians will have it. First and ten. The clock will continue to run. Reeves Wheel Alignment in Owasso, proud to be a Chessening Military Classic sponsor. Four generations of Reeves family members have or are proudly serving our country in the military. Reeves Wheel Alignment, automotive repair, tire and wheel center will beat any tire deal and their guaranteed auto service and repairs have been trusted by generations of area families since 1948. Stop in or schedule an appointment online today at ReevesWheelAlignment.com. Reeves Wheel Alignment, 206 South Water Street in Owasso. Call 989-723-2040 today. All right, Chesedine with the ball. Clock continues to run. Ten minutes left here to go. 51 to nothing, Chesanine on top. Alec Teal sends a man in motion away from us. They fake it to him. Teal keeps it himself. Runs up across 50, the 40, tripped up at about the 30-yard line. Touchdown saving tackle. Looked like that was Isaiah Barton with the TD saving tackle. So that'll move the chains. Clock will continue to run with 9.34 to go. This portion of the game brought to you by Sports Scene, Sportsnet Michigan, Stoddard Homes here in Chesanine, Young Buick GMC, Young Chevrolet Cadillac. We got a timeout, but the clock will continue to run. This is just a bizarre situation. You know, and I don't know, I'd have to check the statistics, but it sure seems like the last few years, there have been a lot of blowouts in high school football. You know, I don't know if it has anything to do with some of the scheduling. I mean, this is a league contest, so I right. don't think so. But, you know, 
This is the last year of the six wins you get in the playoff. Next year, you get more points. If you play a tough opponent and lose, right? You know, there's going to be more points given to you in that situation. I think teams might be more apt to schedule some of the tougher opponents. You know, with this six wins and in thing, a lot of schools were looking to to pad their pad their schedule with a couple easy wins. You know, well, and that's what's caused a lot of schools to join and leave and join yeah. and leave. You know, there's been so many uh, schools changing conferences right. so often, and a lot of that has to do with that six-win thing. And we may not see... And it's weird how football dictates it for everything else yeah. for the schools, you know? It does. Well, it is the most popular sport. Oh, sure. I mean, it's, it's, it's a revenue sport, dude, which sure. is, uh, you know, hard to say that about other high school sports, right? Right. I mean, I would say just... Uh, the main revenue generators are football and uh, basketball, yeah, both kinda like, boys and girls. Kind of like college. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. They have a penalty flag, but the clock will continue to run. We are up to date on our spots, aren't we? Oh, we are. We are. We're actually going to try and give uh, some of our sponsors some bonus coverage. All right. Let's if we get the time. Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, it's, it's an epidemic when it comes to these blowouts. I mean, yeah. it seems like... I've been doing the games with you since 2012, anyways, okay. and you get all the way from uh, from week one all the way until second or third round of the playoffs, and you're seeing blowouts. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you see a lot of blowouts still in, in, in playoffs. I mean, look at look at lo- uh, what New Lothrop did last night against the team they played in the semifinal last night last, last week. week. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's, I don't know what the reason is, but it's happening. Here is the quarterback, Teal keeping it himself on the left guard run. Stopped short of the first down, so that'll keep the clock moving. Well, you know, I think there's there's a dozen reasons for why it's going on. I mean, schools changing conferences. Um, school choice has a huge, I think is probably the biggest part of it. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, how many kids play, play football still? Well, that's it because it, you know. there's been other opportunities, which is a great thing for yeah. you know other sports. You know, back when I played, it really does tell you how old I am. I mean, in the fall, boys had two opportunities: you played football or you ran cross country. Right. That was it. Well, and, and you know, I, I think there's a lot of a lot of kids that uh, parents don't want them playing football, and that's got a lot to do with. It. I mean, there's you know, and there's so many different factors i mean yeah i mean well, resources another thing i mean some schools have way more resources you look at a place like this i mean with this this incredible field mm-hmm. you know and the resources that they have and you know i think that uh they're turning this program around not just because of the resources but i think that has a lot to do with it right um you know, and and who knows what Chesting looks like when they're playing a different school than Lakefield. Well, they'll find out next week yeah. when they take on Montrose. We right. did, did have a timeout on the field here because we did have an injured uh, player. Speaking of Montrose, any any word on the uh, Montrose Ovidelsi score? I haven't seen it anything, but we'll double check on that. That's a great matchup. I know I saw yeah. a third quarter Morris score. They're in a dogfight tonight. They were up thirteen to twelve or uh, fourteen to twelve. Wow. It's, if I get a chance here, I'll do a scan of my Twitter. No, oh, what a great story about uh, you know Morris. Another, oh, you know, we talk about the way f- football's changed so much, and Morris blew out everybody last year. They just were the dominant team in eight-man football. Here is a run around right end there by Alex Teal. Looks like he's got a nice first down at about the ten-yard line. 
Clock will continue to run. But I think, you know, one of the, one of the things that Morris did is, you know, they, they went down to eighth-man football, but they made themselves marketable. Yeah. You, know, you have to market to these kids, man. And here's a score for you. Owasso on top of Swartz Creek, 15 to 14. Wow. Don't, don't know how much time is left in that one. Trojans. So let's hope Owasso can hold on to that one. Devin Pringle trying to get a win here. Here's the quarterback keeping it himself. Nice job by the line there. Good job. Looked like that was number 22, Sam Jackson, wrapping him up. Yeah, some definite pride right there. 51 to nothing. Chessonine on top. Read and deal a little bit of that Ezekiel chapter 17, 23. <laughs> Corona and Fowlerville, it looks like, still tied up at 0-0. Defensive battle. Sounds wow. like last night's Packer-Bears game. Uh-huh. St. John's over Ann Arbor Pioneer, 33-26. Uh -huh. That's with about 2.05 remaining in the nice. third. 5.09 to go here. Jamin Medlock, eight-yard touchdown run for the Red Wings in that one. Chesney looking at second and 10. I'm looking forward to seeing what Schmidt's going to do with that team this year. Yeah. Here's the quarterback keeping it himself. Goes down inside the five-yard line. Good run again by Alex Teal. Having a real nice game. Yeah, I think Schmidt's going to do a nice job with him. And I know you had to work last Friday when we had the resumption of the yeah. game, but uh, they look good for the second and third quarters. They played East Lan or yeah, they played East Lansing real tough. Yeah, East Lansing looks sharp that first quarter before the before the lightning and everything. Yep. Got a timeout on the field, but the clock will continue to run. So while we do have the timeout, take a listen to this. If your car becomes a victim of deer collision, KP Auto Body and St. John's will get you back on the road fast. They can handle foreign or domestic models and work with all insurance companies. Their uh, certified technicians can handle complete paint and glasswork auto framework, and complete mechanical repairs. Plus, they'll give you a free loaner with service. They say work with, uh, they work with Hetler's Towing, so you get 24-7 dependable service. KP Auto Body and Hetler's Towing, proud sponsors of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle. Memorial Healthcare is a proud sponsor of the Chessening 7th Annual Military Classic and salutes our military veterans. Thank you for your service. Originally built as a monument to returning World War I veterans, Memorial Healthcare has been serving the Shiawassee community since 1921 and continues to honor all those who have served. Memorial Healthcare understands the power of compassion and is committed to being there for their family, for your family. That's why they have a location right around the corner. Find a provider that's right for you and your family by visiting memorialhealthcare.org. Third and three, a little inside handoff. No, the quarterback keeps it himself. Still on his feet, trying to fight forward. Oh, he fought through all the tacklers and took it in for a three-yard touchdown run. Amazing extra effort there by Alex Teal.
Yeah, Teal's uh, normally, you know, one of the running backs, and uh, it's been very impressive tonight. You can see where, uh, you know, if, if they've got Devereaux healthy, you know, with uh, between between Teal and Fowler, I mean, this is going to be a dangerous team. Yeah. So watch out for the Indians, of course. And Kohanic, geez, that guy is scary. Yeah. And we'll keep an eye on if their normal starting quarterback, how hurt he is. Trent Devereaux. He started off with a bang last week, and like I said, in the open, I'm not sure if he got hurt in practice. Right. Because he was he was listed when I got the lineup from the coach as the starting quarterback for tonight. So we're under two minutes to go in this one. Adam Kohanic will attempt the kick. 57 to nothing right now, Chesanine. Low snap. That's nothing new. Kick is up, though. And good. So 58 to nothing, the Chesapeake Indians on top, and I don't think we're going to have too many more plays in this one. Hub Tire is there for you with the best service for all your tire and suspension needs. They've been taking care of your automotive needs for decades, priding themselves on honesty and the best service around. Hub Tire can handle anything from a Chevy Cobalt to a motorhome, including semis and farm service. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, tomorrow 8 to 11.30. Call 989-224-3218. Stop in on Business 27, north of M21 in St. John's, or visit HubTires.com. Wow, this is one banged-up Falcon squad. Yeah. Looking at the injured players on the sidelines, not sure how you regroup after the first couple of games, you know, getting smoked 61 to nothing, 58 to nothing here, and then getting all these injuries on top of it. Yeah. It's, it's tough to to regroup and get motivated. We're down to 36 seconds to go, so this one's going to be wrapping up real quick like the field in Chesanine recovers it, but I don't even think they're going to run another play. And that was probably about the, well, pretty much every, just about every uh, kickoff return, they've bobbled that return. Yeah, yeah lack of concentration yeah. a little bit. So we're at... Uh, 14 seconds, and this one's just going to count out. So it's been all Chesanine tonight. They pick up the win, 58 to nothing, and we'll be back for our final game recap right after this from Sports Scene. Are you ready for some football? Check out the newest edition of High School Sports Scene. You'll find photos and stories on local teams and student athletes. Grab a copy at your favorite high school or on the newsstands today. For schedules, previews, feature stories, and more, pick up our latest issue or check us out at highschoolsportscene.com. Z92.5 The Castle is a proud supporter of high school sports and sports scene. Well, here's how it looks on the score sheet. Chesanine wins it 58 to nothing. And uh, the Indians scored a couple of first quarter touchdowns. Nick Fowler took, took it in from nine yards out. Matt Warby, a seven-yard touchdown run. In the second quarter, three Chesanine touchdowns. Two-yard run by Adam Kohanic. Nine-yard run by Nick Fowler. He followed it up with a 12-yard burst. 50 seconds to go in the half. Indians kept it rolling in the third quarter with a couple more scores on the ground. All their scores, a ground attack tonight. 16-yard run by Matt Warby with 10 minutes to go in the third, and then 3.39 to go in that third quarter, a 36-yard run by Adam Kohanic. And then finally they capped it off with an Alex Thalen run with 2.40 to go in the game. 
And uh, 58 to nothing, the final score. Any stats of note, Bartman? Well, 58 to nothing is a pretty notable stat right there, Ted. Uh, let's go back to that first half, and, uh, you know, the big stat, nine carries, 97 yards, three touchdowns, Nick Fowler. Uh, the Indians with 148 yards on the ground in the first half. Uh, kind of stopped uh, keeping track in the second half uh, just because it was too darn dark in the booth. It was dark, <laughs> it was dark in the booth, and uh, there were no stats going oh, the Lakefield's yeah. way at all. Uh, so, so the meaningful stat right there, though, nine carries, 97 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, definitely Nick Fowler is our player of the game tonight. Uh, player of the game brought to you by Three Point Podcast. Three guys, three generations, three hot takes. Listen to the latest show immediately following tonight's game. And the drive of the game, wow, I mean, where do we start with that? Uh, let's go to the first drive because, uh, yeah. you know, that's the one that counted, right? There was no looking back. Capped off by a nine-yard run by Nick yeah. Fowler. And so I'll, I'll agree with you on that one. So all in all, an impressive win by the Chesapeake Indians. They uh, take on their rivals just down 57. The Montrose Rams next Friday night. Lakeville will take on Ovid Elsie, another MMAC matchup. I guess that'll about do it for us here in the press box. We'll be back on the air next Friday night, our Castle Game of the Week, the Goodrich Martians at the Owasso Trojans. Hope you can join us for that one. And, uh, hey, it's been a lot of fun, Bart. Not much on the competition tonight, but still always fun working with you. And I look forward to next Friday night's game. Hey, thank you very much, Ted. Uh, me too as well. Uh, Let's send some big thanks out. The Chesting Athletic Department always takes great care of us, and uh, tonight they're taking great care of our men and women in the military. And, of course, uh, Rod Toma, Glenn Reeves, and all those guys that have uh, really were instrumental in putting this radio station together with this event. We're proud to have done this for the past seven seasons. Uh, some of our great sponsors that made this happen, of course, Aldermans and Lennon, Allaby and Brubaker Insurance, Appleby Oil and Propane, Pex Trailer Superstore and Service Center, CLH Insurance, Family Rexall Pharmacy, Fast Eddie's, Farrell's Tree Trimming and Removal, Gilbert's Hardware and Appliance, Graham's Accounting, Hub Tire Center, KP Auto Body, McGeehan Funeral Homes, Memorial Healthcare, Owasso Pools, Oaks Fisher Insurance, Reeves Wheel Alignment, Schluck Beer Hood Wealth Management Group of Wells Fargo Advisors. The Deal Zone, the good guys over at Signature Ford Lincoln and Owasso. Sports Scene, Sportsnet Michigan, Stoddard Homes, Young Buick GMC, and Young Chevrolet Cadillac. So for gorgeous George in the studios and Ted Fatal in the booth, this is Bart Matthews saying have a great weekend. Your final score one more time. The Chesnick Indians 58, Lakeville Falcons 0. What comes to mind when you hear the words Main Street Pizza? Mm -mm. Yep, pretty much. You might even start drooling a little. If you're craving authentic, delicious pizza loaded with toppings, Main Street Pizza invites you to choose a better slice. Baked old style in brick ovens. The dough, sauce, and cheese are made fresh right on site. So your pie is created from scratch, start to finish. Ditch the reheated prepackaged dough and take a bite of pizza perfection. Go with a traditional favorite or try a delicious Main Street specialty pizza like the chicken fajita or BLT. 
Pick up a take-and-bake pizza in any size, perfect for families on the go. Made fresh to order. You take it home and bake it when you want for a fresh pizza any night of the week. Try a Main Street sub loaded with meat or some delicious salad, breadsticks, chicken wings, and lasagna. Don't forget, Main Street Pizza gives you a free individual pizza on your birthday. Main Street Pizza in St. John's, Ovid, Carson City, Corona, Fowler, and St. Louis. Fresh, delicious, and dripping with toppings. Baked in an old Italy-style brick oven. Choose a better slice. Main Street Pizza. Hashtag yummy. Rivals Tap House and Grill is the area's go-to spot for the best in food and drink. Meet up with your friends and catch your favorite sporting events on over 20 high-def flat-screen TVs. And our 120-inch projection screen. Rivals can handle your larger, small parties and is an awesome spot to put on your fundraising events. Weekly food and drink specials including gourmet burgers, wings, pizza, homemade soup, and salads. Rivals also stocks a large selection of craft and domestic brews. Rivals Tap House and Grill, the official gathering spot of Three Point Podcast, located on the corner of Shiawassee and M21 in Corona. 85, 90, 95, 100. Looking for items to buy or sell? Look no further than SheridanAuctionService.com. We will solve your problem. Bring Sheridan Realty and auction your items, and we will market them all over the country and get them sold. If you are looking to buy items, we can help with that, too. Call today, 989-720-SELL. It's fast, easy, and we get results. SheridanAuctionService.com. Buy or sell, we'll get it done for you. Call 989-720-SELL. You'll do better with Sheridan. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to episode Ocho Cinco of Three Point Podcast. Three sports guys from three different generations with three red-hot takes on sports and pop culture. I'm Ted Patel of Sportsnet Michigan and the radio play-by-play voice of Z92.5 The Castle. On the phone is Matt Burns of ESPN in Charlotte, North Carolina, and Jared Patel of Grand Valley State University and Fox 17 TV in Grand Rapids. Our partners include Main Street Pizza with locations throughout mid-Michigan, the Corona Connection, Rivals Tap House and Grill, Sheridan Auction Service, Card Service Michiana, and Promec Engineering Services. Thanks also to our website network teammates, Sports Radio Detroit, and our radio home, Z92.5 The Castle. If you like what you hear, help us continue to grow and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and all the other great podcast hosting sites. Give us a rating and comment on our page, and you can also comment on any social media at 3 Point Pod. We're going to be having a couple special guests, Ryan Terpstra at Terp himself. He'll talk about Michigan football, maybe some other college football. Also, Joe Janka at Janka Joe. He's our MSU expert and another Corona grad. We're going to get it all rolling right after these important messages. Welcome to the Ultimate Pizza Showdown. In this corner, the reigning champ, Main Street Pizza, with its huge toppings of gooey cheese and fresh dough. And in the other corner, some other pizza looking kind of weak with wimpy pepperoni and almost no cheese on top. The judges take a bite of Main Street Pizza. And the scores? 10, 10, 10. Now, it's the challenger's turn. Ooh, the judges don't look very happy. The scores are in. Two, three, two. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a winner. In a unanimous knockout, Main Street Pizza wins again. Main Street Pizza invites you to choose a better slice. The dough, sauce, and cheese are made fresh right on site. 
so your pie is created from scratch, start to finish. Go with a traditional favorite or try delicious Main Street specialty pizza, like the chicken fajita or BLT. Pick up a take-and-bake pizza in any size, perfect for families on the go, made fresh to order. Try a Main Street sub loaded with meat or some delicious salad, breadsticks, chicken wings, and lasagna. Don't forget, you get a free individual pizza on your birthday. Main Street Pizza in St. John's, Ovid, Carson City, Corona, Fowler, and St. Louis. Fresh, delicious, and covered in toppings. Baked in an old Italy-style brick oven. Choose a better slice. Main Street Pizza. Advanced Elevator Company features top expert field technicians for installation, troubleshooting, and repair of elevators. An area business leader and longtime supporter of the Corona Public Schools and a proud partner of Three Point Podcast. All right, guys, uh, like we always do, we try to get uh, caught up on what we've been up to in the last uh, week or so since we met on this pod. And I'll start it off. Jared, you might appreciate this. Your, uh, your dad had a party for my dad your grandfather on uh, Saturday night. Of course, you couldn't make it. You were down covering the Michigan Wolverines. And uh, speaking of the Michigan Wolverines, the party itself, I, I was really feeling sorry for your dad. Let me just set the stage here for you. You know how your dad likes to go all out. He, uh, he, he bought some uh, wood for the campfire. Well, unfortunately, we had big storms roll in the night before. It got soaking wet. So the firewood really didn't pan out like it, it really needed to be. And, uh, you know, your dad has that nice patio gazebo, and he got a big flat-screen TV all hooked up. You know, we were going to have our little birthday party for my dad, watch the Michigan Wolverine game. Well, that's when the wheels fell off. Now, we've had this conversation before. You guys both know that I'm kind of addicted to TV. Thus, entertainment tonight. I spend my entertainment dollars, and I do admit I spend way too much on cable TV and the movie packages and all the sports channels, and I'm in my heaven at home. Well, <clears throat> Jared's dad, he, you know, we all have to work within our budget, and one of the budget cuts was the convenience of cable TV. Is that fair to say, Jared? Yeah, that's fair to say. I, have a fe- I did not know... I think I know what you're about to say, and this was something I was worried about potentially happening, but I confirmed that this is what happened, so just continue. Yeah, let me paint the picture here for you. So we went through the party, had some cake. About 7.35, I spoke up and said, hey, Josh, put the Michigan game on. It's a 7.30 kickoff, so he's playing around with the remote. You know, we get it to the Big Ten Network. Nothing's happening. <laughs> so him and J- him and your brother Johnny are starting to get a little worked up. Your dad's trying to figure out what's going on with the TV. Here's picture this. My dad, 89-year-old, right? We're celebrating his 89th party. He's going, Channel 59! Channel 59, John! <laughs> it didn't work. The TV wasn't coming on the channel. We had no Big Ten Network. Was there any way you, there was no one could plug in their BTN login or their cable? There was no way to get this BTN game on the TV. Well, we finally did. Uh, Jessica's husband, Tom, finally worked it out through his password and his uh, cable system at home. But that took, it, it was probably, I want to say three minutes to go in the second quarter before the TV came on. And the, the party kind of was petered out at that point a little bit. And uh, you guys might appreciate this, but I did DVR the game at home before I left. Well, that's so, not surprising at all. 
<laughs> the way that I see this going, first off, this is a complete mistake on the host. And I know you said he had a lot on his plate. He wanted to make a good party. He even went so far, I had to go to my grandpa's house to get his flat screen out of the basement so that this thing could get hooked up outside. And let me just say, if you have the ability to hook up a TV outside on a patio, it is ten times better to watch it that way than inside. Oh, especially yeah. on the first few weeks of college football. Totally agree. So, Went through that whole thing, and I can see how the problem started to arise there because, like you said, we cut the cords, and when that happened, there's a lot of stuff that we don't get. Uh, I remember a few years ago there was an Oakland versus Michigan State game on it might have been B- it might have been BTN or something like over Christmas break uh, basketball game that we were unable to watch, and I can just see how first off how frustrating that must have been for my family, especially I know my brothers are probably right there, you know, chirping. Oh, they were relentless. Uh, and I can just see when that score, 7-0, Middle Tennessee State's up, I can see that that might have been where things sort of ramped up a little bit, like we got to get this game out of the <laughs> I just picture this, too. Your dad's sitting on a lawn chair by himself, by the fire pit, kind of has his hands, his face in his hands. He's looking down at his phone trying to figure something out. And I have to admit, for, for once, I was the older brother that had some compassion. I did not pile on. I didn't make I didn't make it any worse because my dad already was and your brothers already were. But it, it didn't quite go as well as, as your dad thought it well. But it was a good effort. He tried. I guess the only saving grace or the only thing maybe he should have done, just let alone the fact that, you know, let's get a decent cable package, John. Throw that out. But he should have probably maybe tried to get the Big Ten Network in advance, you know, played around with it before people showed up, right? What I will say, though, it's almost like he pulled the long con because basically this means that we have Tom's login on BTN now. <laughs> you, you might just have that. You're right. <laughs> so it, basically what we got out of that was we missed, yeah, we might have missed the first quarter, but from now on we have the BTN for free. free All right. Otherwise, it was a really good party, as always. Food was fantastic. We had a great time. How about you guys? Well, as you know, I was at the Michigan game, so I was covering it. And there was a few things that really stuck out to me. So first off, I get into the game, I'm there about an hour, hour early, you know, getting all my stuff. I have the tripod on one shoulder, the camera on the other. And I'm just walking through this underground, like, connector between the Chrysler Center and the big house. And as I'm walking through this hallway that's about two feet, two, two and a half feet wide, it's a pretty narrow hallway, like, no one else around. There's this one guy walking in front of me. And I, I'm not wearing my glasses, and for those who don't know, I'm, like, nearsighted. I cannot see stuff far away. So I look up, I see a guy walking, and I think we all do this sometimes, you know, you kind of drop your head, like, as you're walking by somebody or something like that. And I kind of looked up right before I was walking by him. And I look up. I see this guy. I recognize him. I look down, look back up again, like, kind of do a double take. It's Tom Green. This is Tom Green, former Indiana basketball coach, Georgia, not Georgia basketball. I walk right by him. I, I, like, make the motion to, like, talk to him. Like, but no words come out. I just completely freeze. He looked at me. He could tell that I recognized who he was and that I wanted to say something to him, but nothing came out. So I just, like, walked by him, and then, like, I did, like, I did like a spin around. Like, to look back at him, like, was that really who just walked by? And then I just kept going on with my life. Just, I saw Tom Crean, nothing was said, no words were said, and I regret not saying something. Not, not, even, say there? not even a nod of the head? Hey, how you doing? <laughs> no. I, I told you, I tried to say nothing came out. I, I was frozen. Boy, fanboy for Tom Crean. How about that, I was going to say, you got big-timed a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm always also like, I don't want to bother. Like, what's your guys' move if you see, like, a, somebody that's, like, a celebrity of some sorts? Because I always feel like I don't want to ask them for a picture. I feel like that's just, that's so, like, that's bothering them. And honestly, I, I don't want to be the guy, like, 
What is t- taking a picture of Tom Crean? Well, like, what's, de- what's the point of having a picture? Right. You definitely don't want to do it when you're doing something as your, as credential. That's a that's a definite no no. You know. That's what I thought. Yeah. You don't want to do that. And you don't want to ask for an autograph. Now, totally cool and kosher would have been if you would have said something to him and said, Hey, Tom, uh, man, I've watched your career. I think you're doing a great job. Whatever. He'd have, he'd appreciated that. He'd, he would have said hello to you and probably been cool, especially in that you- setting. Do you call him Tom? Do you call him Coach Crean? Do you yeah. call him Mr. Crean? What do you? How do you address him? Uh, the first two. I don't know if I'd call him Mr. Crean. I mean, he wouldn't care. <laughs> he wouldn't care if you did, but I don't. I don't think I would do that. But Coach, he would. He would appreciate it, Coach. Yeah, I don't think I would go Mr. Crean. That's a little too. I don't know formal. <laughs> Coach Crean. You know, maybe not Tom the first time. But yeah, there's definitely. It, whenever these conversations come up, and I'm not. I'm not trying to like big time anything, but. You know, working at ESPN, numb to being around, you know, celebrities or former athletes or, or when current athletes, coaches come in. Just the other day, Coach K and Roy Williams were in the office. And sometimes, like, walking around, it's, like, just another thing. Like, I think I told the story before, second or third day I was at work, I almost bumped into Magic Johnson coming out of the bathroom up in Bristol. So, like, sometimes, like, I've come a li- become a little bit, like, I don't know, used to that kind of thing. But I definitely remember, you know, the first few times kind of having that reaction like you did, Jared. But like you said, Ted, there's definitely a an unwritten rule, especially when you're credentialed or at work, not to, like, fanboy out too much, you right. know. But I don't know. There's sometimes, like, I, I've talked to a few guys before when I was, when, like, working for them or, you know, cutting highlights for them or whatever. They're just other people, too. They're, they're normal sports fans who just happen to be professional athletes or former coaches and stuff like that. So I think they would appreciate it sometimes if you're like, hey, man, I, I love this work. I love this game you did or, you know, whatever it was. They would appreciate that stuff, too. So what else went on there? So, on, then, I, so then basically on my way to my feet on the field, uh, and, I'm, and I was in an interview during the game, fourth game, Juwan Howard was there. And he was standing right next to me taking pictures. And like I said, I, like I'm not, not going to go up to him and you know take a picture with him or whatever. But one thing I did notice... And this is just kind of a little bit inside of how my brain is wired. He was wearing shorts, and he was wearing black Jordan socks. And I thought, <laughs> does he wear those black socks, like, on purpose, like the Fab Five? Does he only wear black socks, like, because of that reason? Or did he just happen to put on a bare, pair of black socks, and my, like, brain ran away with it? What do you guys think? I think, yeah, he probably does wear those because of the Fab Five connection and, you know, the whole story behind that. See, that's another one where I feel like... Again, I, you know, the extreme of being a fanboy. Like, if you ran up so excited, like, I got to get a picture with you, you know, like, fanboy out, that's different. But if you went up and you said, you know, hey, Coach Howard, super excited for you to be back in Michigan, you know, love, well, you weren't, you weren't old enough to watch the Fab Five, but, you know, you could still say, love the Fab Five, you know, give him some compliments like that, looking forward to seeing the squad this year. I think they appreciate that kind of thing, you know. Like, like I said, they're normal people too. So, like, being scared to talk to them, you know, that that's not necessary either. Yeah, and I think along with that, I, I totally agree with what you're saying, Matt. And yeah, would it be cool to have a picture with these famous coaches and athletes? Sure, but also a good story is if you just went up to him and, like a normal human being, like Matt said, have a little quick chat with him and maybe shake his hand or fist bump him, and then you got a memory and you got something to tell. Exactly. That I remember probably the second or third time that Barry Sanders was on campus in Bristol, you know, when I was at, up in Bristol at ESPN, uh, the first couple times I was fairly new. Everyone always said, like, no, when all these people are around, you know, you're not supposed to go and try and take pictures. You're not supposed to stalk them down, you know, all, all that stuff that we've talked about. So I was like, you know, a new, a new fresh ESPN employee, so I was like, okay, I'm not going to do that. 
By the time I had a few years and I'd seen him a few times, I was like, I don't care, man. This is Barry Sanders. This is my favorite, most favorite athlete of all time. I'm going to talk to him and get a picture. So I did. I went up to him, introduced myself, told him I'm a lifelong Lions fan. He, he said, let's get a picture. I got a picture with him. We talked about the Silver Dome for a while. We talked about, you know, Ford Field. I asked him, you know, I asked him something like if he wishes he would have played at a place like Ford Field instead of the Silverdome. I don't know why I asked him that, but I did. So, yeah, like, like you said, Ted, I, kind of a cool, I had a little five-minute conversation with him instead of being, like, hunkered down in my chair, like, oh, my God, that's Barry Sanders. Oh, my God, that's him. I have a little bit of a memory of talking. And, and you have a story. I mean, if you have grandkids or whatever, or children, but you know, other, other children to share it with, you've got a story. And, you know, that's going to come with time there, Jared. You want to hear a story? Well, I do have a You want to hear a story that I'm going to tell my grandkids? when the day comes. Yeah. So this is exactly what I don't want to be. So there's this guy in the front row right behind the, the Middle Tennessee State bench. Okay. And every guy, he knows every guy. Zach Gentry walks the sideline. I didn't know Zach Gentry. He, like, he's yelling at all these guys. He knows everyone. Taylor Lewan. Don Brown walks out, and he is screaming at Don Brown. Dr. Blitz! Dr. Blitz! <laughs> Don Brown. And this guy's like 45 years old, like 300 pounds. He's a bigger guy. So the way to say anything to do it, he's just like 45 years old. Don Brown comes over there and shakes his hand. The guy shakes Don Brown's hand. He then proceeds to hold his hand in front of his face and stare at it. And goes, Don Brown shook my hand! <laughs> I mean, that's, that's way better. That's such a good story. Oh. That's something I'm never going to forget. Now, was that guy just a special guest on the sideline? He wasn't a, a media member, was he? No, he was in the front row. Oh, front like, row. Like an hour before the game, you know, <laughs> one of those guys that comes down from the nosebleeds and yeah. like, comes down to, like, watch. <laughs> That's awesome. It was an unbelievable scene. That's... I'll never forget that. That's the story I tell my grandkids. Now, did you cover the presser afterwards? I did. I went there. And yet again, you know, I was going back and forth. Do I ask a question? Don't I ask a question? I decided not to ask a question. Basically, because I was too much of a pansy. Because when you get in there, and I know I said this last year, it is a bit of a high intensity. And when you're in the very back with a tripod, no one with a tripod asked a question. That's the one thing I know. No one even got was called on. There was about 10 of us. But I did, like, sheepishly raise my hand a couple times like, almost knowing that I wasn't going to get called on. We Just were, so I could say, like, hey, I'm raising my hand. I'm trying. Were you ready, though, if they would have called on you? Well, this is what I would have. So let me ask you guys, like, honestly, what would you have thought of this question? So I was going to ask. No one had asked it. And I was like, this kind of seems like an obvious question. So I was going to ask, like, Jim Harbaugh. So, hey, Coach Harbaugh. Or I might have said Jim. I kind of thought about it. That was another thing I was kind of playing back and forth in my brain. Do I call him Jim? Do I call him Coach? Coach Just call Harbaugh, him Coach. Harbaugh. I'd call him Coach. <laughs> coach. So I said, hey, Coach. So, you obviously, you know, the completely new offense tonight, spread option. You're obviously a long time you've been a pro style, you know, run the ball first type of coach. Do you miss having a fullback out there on offense? Do you do you is that something you might bring out, you know, on a goal line formation, like under center, hand the ball off? Is that something you could see yourself doing down the road? I'd I'd say that's a fair I would say that's a fair question, maybe condense it a bit, but <laughs> I would say that is a fair question. Bit long winded? A little. I mean, you got to fire it out pretty quick. I, I'll tell you why. You probably noticed there were some long-winded questions, and it it just it's a bit of an irritant, you know, <laughs> to the coach and the other people. I think if you if you're going to get called upon, man, jump right at right at it and get to the point, you know. You know, I don't even really know because it's like even if I was like an ear, I I don't like that wouldn't even I wouldn't even really care. If that makes sense. Right. What do you think, Matt? Yeah, I mean, I think there's definitely a middle ground. You don't just want to be like. You miss having a fullback, right? You know that's or true. You don't want to sit there and talk for three minutes with your question, you right, know. Right. So 
So yeah, there's a middle ground, and yeah, I mean it'll take practice. You'll you'll get there. I mean, Ted, you you probably remember your first couple times doing stuff like that. And I think you've told stories that you know you remember some things. You look back and you're like, what the hell was I doing? Oh yeah, I remember well. I remember very well, and it, it, I was fortunate because I was able to finagle a couple of press passes to the a Michigan game I covered and went to the press conference. And I was just like Jared, man. I was a little bit scared and you know and the guy that went with me mike valisek he kept hitting me in the ribs ted you gotta ask a question ted you gotta ask a question so he just egged me on and i did so i and after that it became real easy once you break through well how about you matt anything uh interesting you, you seem to spend a lot of time at the ocean or out partying i mean you must have a lot of seniority there at espn to get these weekends off you know, I, I had to work Saturday morning because college football's back, so I can't just have every weekend off anymore. You know, woe is me. But, yeah, we so I, I had to work Saturday morning. But then, yeah, the rest of the weekend we just kind of hung out at the pool and almost like a staycation type of Labor Day weekend. We didn't really feel like we'd been spending a lot of time at the ocean and stuff. So we were like, let's just hang around here, go to the pool, and, you know, get some grub. And watch Michigan. I wanted to be home to watch the Michigan game. Looking forward to just sitting on my couch and enjoying that. So, yeah, and then, and then watching the uh, the SEC kind of have a lackluster weekend, and I, I couldn't wait to come to work and hear all the SEC fans complain about it. Oh, yeah. Well, we're going to definitely break down Michigan, Michigan State, college football, the opening weekend. Man, we got lots to get into in a relatively short period of time, so let's get after it right after this break. I just want to tell our listeners about Advanced Elevator. Advanced Elevator features top expert field technicians for installation, troubleshooting, and repair of elevators, an area business leader and longtime supporter of the Corona Public Schools and a proud partner of Three Point Podcast. Also, the CoronaConnection.com. They know it's great to be gold. Keep up to date on all that is Corona at CoronaConnection.com. And speaking of Corona, all parents want to do what's best for their child, right? Well, look no further than the Corona Public Schools. Young or old, it's great to be gold. As you guys know, I was at the Michigan game on Saturday night. I didn't really have a chance to actually decompress it until Monday morning. And let me back it up and explain how this happened. So I had my buddy's 21st party uh, down in Grand, downtown Grand Rapids, and I had to take the bus there, you know, on Sunday. Uh, then we hung out, spent the day, spent the night at a hotel, woke up Monday, walked to the bus stop. And it was about, I was hungover. I was wearing a sweatshirt because it was colder the night before, and it was about 80 degrees yesterday. It was horrible. I was sitting at this bus stop. So the bus comes every 45 minutes on the weekends. So I got there, you know, right at 12. So I figured, oh, it's going to be here at 12.45. So I sat there, and I just felt terrible sitting here. And that was when I really, like, started to think about this Michigan game and what I saw. So that just kind of explains my thought process of how I was feeling at this time. So it was about 45 minutes of me just sitting there and decompressing on a game that I thought, oh, Michigan played okay. But then I really thought about it. A college football playoff team, and that's where the bar is set this year, does not win 40-21 to 21 against the Middle Tennessee State. I, I mean, this team, Middle Tennessee State, their quarterback, we couldn't tackle him. You would have thought he was Kyler Murray out there. Asher O'Hara. First off, the guy's name is Asher. I don't know. This is a problem in my book. But we couldn't tackle him. He was like Barry Sanders out there. And we just played so sloppy. Shea's fumbling left and right. LaVert Hill's dropping interceptions. that should be taken back for touchdowns. He's muffing punts. R.J. Bell, this guy that I just heard of on Saturday, is dropping touchdown catches. It just, it was weird. It was such a sloppy game. And I get that it was the first time with this new offense, but you can't, I can't say this enough. It's Middle Tennessee State. I mean, figure it out. We're sitting here in a dogfight with Middle Tennessee State, not a college football playoff team, if you ask me, after that game. So you don't think there's any way they rebound from that? Uh, you know, you're just all they showed you is this is going to be a typical Michigan year. 
you know, nine, ten, maybe, well, nine or ten wins, not even 11. From what I saw in week one, that's what I saw. I mean, this defense didn't look very good. The, like, what about this game? Did either of you guys, like, have, like, oh, this like this got me really excited. Well, I know people keep saying we had an awesome rushing attack. Zach, Zach Charbonnet, this guy, like, he got all of his yards in scrub time. If you think that we're going to have some, like, dynamic rushing attack this year, we're not. I mean, we got stopped four plays in a row on the one-yard line against the Blue Raiders. At first, I, I, I was going to be say I was surprised with this take from Jared, but at the same time, I'm not because you basically have never seen Michigan really good. So a little bit of a contrarian Michigan fan, I guess, is what we can call Jared's generation. So it's not surprising to hear him say that. I personally, I'm, I'm not going to say they're not a college football playoff team, and I'm not going to say that they are because, yeah, it wasn't like, an extremely impressive win over Middle Tennessee State. Their starting tackle got hurt at the beginning of the season, so they had to bring in a redshirt freshman. Another, Their other starting tackle didn't play. He dressed but could have played. So, you know, they had some injuries on the offensive line. The biggest thing to me was the, the offensive play calling. I can't understand how people can watch that game, Michigan fans, and be mad about the, you know, say like Josh Gaddis, he was supposed to come in and change the offense, and the same old, same old. Like, if you watch that game, the offense looked – modern. The offense finally looked like a modern college football offense with the play calling. And the biggest thing to me was last year they averaged 26 pass attempts per game. Shea Patterson had 25 pass attempts at halftime. So they're already adjusting there. I, I don't. You're not impressed with Zach Charbonnet. I don't know how because the kid's a true freshman. He was playing high school football last year and he looked like he was a third-year college football player. I mean, he looked like he knew what he was doing out there, picking up pass blocks and, you know, busting off long runs. Ronnie Bell also, I I was surprised to hear you say that because Ronnie Bell has some ridiculous highlight tapes on YouTube. His basketball and high school football highlight tapes are actually ridiculous. So I'm kind of surprised you haven't come across those, Jared, as much as you love highlight tapes. So, uh, yeah, I'm not, like, super excited, but I'm not mad about what they did. They won the game. They're 1-0. A lot of teams across all of college football look sloppy on Saturday. So, I mean, you know, it was the first game, and they got to win. I'll be curious to see them against Army this weekend. Yeah. Is it a a modern offense putting Dylan McCaffrey out at wide receiver? First of all, that's, like, the definition of getting way too cute. And that's what makes me, like, get a little bit nervous about Josh Gaddis. I liked a lot of what you said. Like, yeah, it's modernized, and they're obviously running the spread. They're throwing the ball a lot more. I liked the way it looked. But the second you bring in Dylan McCaffrey in motion on a jet sweep and you're throwing screen passes to him is the second I go, oh, does this guy know what he's doing? Well, what? The old defender looks at McCaffrey coming in motion and says, and gets nervous. Like, the, the fifth string wideout is more of a running threat than McCaffrey. I get he can run at quarterback, but it huh. That's just a joke. It's a joke. Those plays that they brought McCaffrey in, and they even a couple times split Shea out at like a you know a slot receiver type of thing. And then yeah, they threw that one screen pass to McCaffrey. I don't care if he's like a very good runner, fast, and all that kind of stuff. He's your backup quarterback. I don't know if you should be throwing like bubble screens to your backup quarterback. But yeah, those were the few play calls when they had both quarterbacks in. That I was like, okay, maybe put those up on the shelf and maybe don't call those again. That's definitely legit both ways. And I'm kind of a little bit more in the middle on viewing that game. I probably would lean more towards Matt viewpoint because, I mean, think about it. Shea Patterson, yeah, he fumbled a couple early times, and they both led to touchdowns. I mean, like you mentioned, Jared, Lavert Hill, how he dropped that pick six is beyond me. But, you know, if you convert those plays, you're looking at a whole different score. 
And the only thing that I will say that reminds me of the old Michigan is the fact that you don't see Ohio State or Clemson open up that way. You know, yeah, it's a first game, and they got some kinks to, to work out, but the real big-time programs that are playing for a national championship, they don't uh, – they don't slip up much right from the get-go. That's that's my only viewpoint. But I thought there was enough there to see for Michigan for me to still be optimistic. I'm going to just chalk that one up to week one. And, Jared, did you see? Did you get a chance to see the game on television at all, or are you going from your viewpoint down there at field level? No, my viewpoint down there at field level. I don't, I don't know how we can – it was a home night game for Michigan. Right. Like those Middle Tennessee State players – were probably crapping their pants heading in. It's like, that was a tough environment. I'm there on the field. I can see it. And yet, this is what we get, a 19-point victory, an ugly game where it's just, we get, this is the, like, I, this is the biggest problem I had. Four tries on the one-yard line to punch it in against Middle Tennessee State with this returning offensive line, so many starts for Michigan on this offensive line, Cesar Ruiz, all these guys. We can't punch it in. I mean, you think that we're going to be able to run the ball against you know, Michigan State? Who just held t- Tulsa to minus 73 yards? That's who I go to. <laughs> That's quite an eye-opening really? stat. <laughs> you know, it's not an excuse because it's always next man up, but they had two big changes on their offensive line. So while they have a lot coming back, they had two redshirt freshmen starting on the offensive line. So, you know, that was their first legit game action. And, you know, the thing to me, too, is 21 points for Middle Tennessee State. Seven came in garbage time, that right. long touchdown pass at the end of the game, whatever. Yeah. The other 14 came off of turnovers where Middle Tennessee State got the ball in Michigan territory. So, again, it's not excuses, but it's, the rest of the game, really, the defense was fine. There were a lot of missed tackles. I saw that, like, people were talking about, like, you know, was Asher, like, greased up or something because it seemed like, you know, missing a lot of tackles, especially early on. But I think it's one of those things, I've seen people say that Michigan fans aren't happy unless they're miserable and complaining, and I honestly think that is part of the thing. I mean, immediately when the first play of the year, Patterson fumbles it, and then whatever, three or four plays later, Middle Tennessee State punches it in for a touchdown. I was just like... Like the dumpster fire GIF is already coming out for every Michigan fan. Fire Gaddis. Harbaugh is overrated. It's like Michigan fans can't just like take a step back and just look at the bigger picture. And they have a brand new offensive coordinator. They're still working out some kinks. And you know Donovan Peoples-Jones wasn't playing. Right. Started a true freshman at running back. Like that. Not the end of the world here. <laughs> uh, by the way, I'm glad you guys got a chance to see Patterson's fumble there live. Uh, but I, I didn't quite get a chance to see that until I watched the replay on. Uh, DVR, but that's a whole other story. Yeah, it's weird how you need uh, a subscription to the network to be able to watch that. I will say this, though. I would like to hear Jared's viewpoint on this. What, what did you think of the play of Patterson? He didn't play. I didn't think he played very well. No? But I, the thing that makes me I'm okay with Shea is he he was like, if, of all the people who came into that post-game presser, he was the most like just disappointed in the way they played and the way he played, which is good to me. That Because there's some of those other guys who come in there and some of the players like Henry Thomas and you would have thought that they just won the Super Bowl but not Shea Patterson you know he realized that he didn't play good and so that that gave me some solace knowing that he knew he didn't play well yeah well I think they're okay at quarterback I thought he played okay and I, I liked enough what I saw at McCaffrey I think Harbaugh is going to continue to use him in moments I'm in total agreement with you guys though we don't need to see him split out we don't need to see screen passes to him he's too valuable as a backup, you know, if some, if Patterson goes down, you got to have McCaffrey. I, I know they got Milton, but I, I think McCaffrey is solidly entrenched as number two. The other thing to me is they're 1-0. and 
College football. You just got to win and move on. Yeah, just ask Tennessee how they feel today. Exactly. Well, are we? Is Michigan? Are we comparing ourselves to Tennessee, or are we can comparing ourselves to Alabama? Well, I mean Tennessee. If you think Nick Saban, if you think Nick Saban coached that game for Michigan last night, you think he's happy beating Middle Tennessee State by 19? No. That, it's not a championship level team. That's well, what I said. I don't That's think. That makes me scared. I don't think Harbaugh's happy, but it is a W. And in college football, we saw it. Who would ever think? Georgia State could beat an SEC team, even if it's Tennessee. I mean, what the hell happened to them, you know? I mean, Boise State over Florida State. You could maybe see that one coming, but uh, it's just every Saturday these kids all have scholarships. They're all Division One schools, right? Yeah, so, you would like to see a, a blowout like, what, Penn State beat Idaho 79-7? Absolutely. Or, uh, like the games when Michigan's beating Rutgers by 80 points or whatever. Yeah, you'd love to see that. And that has always been a criticism of Michigan is, like, lesser opponents they can't put them away all the way back to app state beating them but even back in like the 90s and early 2000s it seems like they couldn't you know put those smaller teams away but like it, it's funny because michigan fans are sitting here like i mean like jared saying that you know they're they have no shot at the college football playoff you know almost like call the season right now the season's over but like ohio state beat fau 45 21 basically the same score as michigan beat middle tennessee state and you don't hear those complaints about ohio state that's fair. Well, that's 20. because they are proven, and that's because FAU is a lot better. They have Blaine Kiffin. They have the big name brand, and it wasn't like like just the way Michigan played. It was just ugly. It was just so many like mental errors, and it wasn't that Middle Tennessee State looked good. It was that Michigan just like was making just so many mistakes. That's my problem. With it. Well, we'll see how the season shakes down. But they've always said you got to keep an eye on a team from week one to week two, and what kind of improvement. And they're going to have a good test against Army. Army's in the uh, top 30 rankings, I believe. They're honorable mention. They're just out of the top 25, and that's going to be a good test, I think, for the Wolverines. We might have a little better handle after this coming Saturday. I will be interested to see what Ryan Terpstra has to say about the Wolverines, and we're going to patch through to him next. What comes to mind when you hear the words Main Street Pizza? Mm-mm. Pretty much. You might even start drooling a little. If you're craving authentic, delicious pizza loaded with toppings, Main Street Pizza invites you to choose a better slice. Baked old style in brick ovens. The dough, sauce, and cheese are made fresh right on site. So your pie is created from scratch, start to finish. Ditch the reheated prepackaged dough and take a bite of pizza perfection. Go with a traditional favorite or try a delicious Main Street specialty pizza like the chicken fajita or BLT. Pick up a take-and-bake pizza in any size, perfect for families on the go. Made fresh to order. You take it home and bake it when you want for a fresh pizza any night of the week. Try a Main Street sub loaded with meat or some delicious salad, breadsticks, chicken wings, and lasagna. Don't forget, Main Street Pizza gives you a free individual pizza on your birthday. Main Street Pizza in St. John's, Ovid, Carson City, Corona, Fowler, and St. Louis. Fresh, delicious, and dripping with toppings. Baked in an old Italy-style brick oven. Choose a better slice. Main Street Pizza. Hashtag yummy. TheCoronaConnection.com knows it's great to be gold. Keep up to date on all that at Corona at CoronaConnection.com. And speaking of Corona, all parents want to do what's best for their child, right? Well, look no further than the Corona Public Schools, where nearly 40% of the entire student population are school of choice students. Rated the top high school in Shiawassee County by U.S. News & World Report, young or old, 
It's great to be gold. All right, so next up with us, for anyone who hasn't heard him on, on the Three Point Podcast before, his name's Ryan Terpstra. He's a fellow Grand Valley State University alum, fellow Fox 17 alum. He worked at ESPN 96.1 out of Grand Rapids for a little bit, and he's got a bunch of other stuff going on now. You can follow him on Twitter, at Terp himself. But yeah, Ryan Terps is with us to talk a little Michigan football. What's going on, Ryan? Hey, guys. Uh, happy to be back on the podcast. I didn't ruin everything last time I was on and uh, excited to talk about Michigan this year. Yeah, so I guess the, the first thing I want to ask you, and we, we talked about, amongst the three of us, we talked about our thoughts on, on the game. Uh, Jared wasn't as, he was a little skeptical about the win, and Ted and I were a little more down the middle. Biggest takeaway to me, and I want to hear your thoughts on it, was the offensive play calling. That was the, the talk in the offseason, you know, the new shiny offensive coordinator, Josh Gaddis, coming in. To me, the, the offense just looked more modern. The execution wasn't the best, but the play calling was better. What, what did you see, I guess, just out of the offense in general? Yeah, I would say that, that that's a good thing to talk about because I was in-game not very satisfied with what I was seeing, and I think some of that does have to do with the play calling because this is Gaddis's first time, I think, as the primary play caller in his college football career. And that is not something that you just, you know, wake up one day and you're great at. You have to get a, a feel for the game. You have to get a feel for your personnel and, and how things are going, and you have to make decisions in the moment, whether you want to call a certain play or try and, you know, attack a certain situation. So I think we saw that a couple of times where you made mistakes in this game. You know, the two quarterbacks that once set uh, multiple times both turned into disasters. There were... Uh, attempts to, you know, either, well, I think, run the ball too much or throw the ball too much or just uh, call plays that put Michigan in tough situations where they have obvious passing or obvious um, running downs and they didn't execute quite as well. So that just is a lesson for everybody as well as the, the guys playing the game is for the coaches to look back at what was working, what didn't, and how to get themselves in a little bit more of a flow. And I think that Gaddis and Harbaugh, we're going to be talking about here uh, in between game one and game two is just how to utilize the play calling, how not to wreak momentum, and uh, how not to set themselves up in like such obvious passing downs because that RPO offense is a run-pass option. So both should be on the table to be the most effective, and too many times Michigan was in third and long situations because of mistakes or poor play calling, and I think that that harms you as an offense because you don't have as much versatility. So I take it you did not uh, like the usage of Dylan McCaffrey at wideout and Shea Patterson at wideout and running screen plays to Dylan McCaffrey. You didn't think that that was a nice little wrinkle to have in the offense? I think it would be a nice one if it worked. It, <laughs> it looks very, very poorly executed. So if they've got something up their sleeve for, you know, say uh, Notre Dame or Ohio State or Michigan State down the road, or they, they want to put this on tape, they want people to be preparing for it, you know, if I'm a defensive coordinator, I'm thinking they've got to have some kind of plan to throw out of this or have some sort of misdirection, but I don't think either of those guys is a huge threat to take you to the house. It's not like you're lining Denard Robinson out there uh, or Devin Gardner, guys that have like really, really elite uh, athleticism. McCaffrey is much better taking off from in the pocket. I think Gaddis thinks he has something, and uh, if they if they complete that play and score a touchdown off of it against Notre Dame or Michigan State, you know, I'll be pretty happy. But that didn't look like the best <laughs> planned execution that I've ever seen out of Michigan. I wanted to get your thoughts kind of along these lines of the whole, just in general, 
I don't, I don't think there's a quarterback controversy in Michigan, but it, it's <laughs> obvious that, and Harbaugh has said it, he wants to get McCaffrey in the game. And, you know, some people, you know, a lot of Michigan fans are already calling for McCaffrey to be the starter. Uh, Jared, we could ask you, but there was talks of people, because you were on the field for the game, people booing when Patterson came back in the game. You know, so do you think, you know, having a guy like McCaffrey behind your starter, Shea Patterson, actually is creating a little bit of an issue? You know, they always say, like, if you have two quarterbacks, you don't have one because you're always wanting to see which one has, you know, the best game going. You know, you think that, do you think there's a problem there? Or do you think, you know, Harbaugh and Gaddis will be able to figure it out? I don't think there's a problem there. I think McCaffrey's playing because he's good enough to play. And that being said, the fans get excited because he runs around, he makes plays, he's got a famous last name, and so um, this is not quite the Tom Brady, Drew Henson situation of the late 90s, but this is a, uh, a situation where people are like, hey, we've got that shiny new toy. Uh, if she ever messes up, um, why don't you put McCaffrey in there? Guy makes play. I think you saw that Dylan is a little <laughs> bit uh, too excited to just tuck the ball and run. I think that he needs to work on his passing game a little bit more. He does make the RPO offense more effective because he just is a, a better athlete than Patterson. But I don't think there should be a controversy here. I think Michigan fans should be happy that if something were to happen to Patterson, that they have a very capable backup. I just see that Michigan finally has multiple quarterbacks that are good enough to play instead of trying to run a Stephen Threat, Nick Sheridan-led offense like uh, we had 10 years ago. Ouch. Hey, that offense had its times of being electric. You watch your mouth when you uh, make fun of uh, those those restaurant offenses. <laughs> what, what adjustments do you see, Ryan, from week one to week two? What do they got to work on the most? Stopping the run, absolutely, because they didn't do a great job there against Middle Tennessee State. That's Army's bread and butter. Stopping the run, making sure that these athletes, these uh, four- and five-star kids they recruited, show up. I mean, there was um, if Dorm 4 doesn't play, that's going to be a, a tall task, actually. Ben Mason, uh, bless his heart, got blocked playing interior defensive line. So that's the big thing I want to see. I thought the linebackers played very good. I thought Ross had a couple of great plays. And then the secondary came up as well. It was so good to see Ambry Thomas, who had colitis and lost a bunch of weight and then gained a bunch of weight back, and then he came out and just balled. So the secondary is looking okay. I just want to see how they do defensively. All right, Ryan. Hey, we appreciate you joining us. Uh, definitely we want to check in with you periodically throughout the year. And, again, tell our listeners where they can uh, catch some of your thoughts. Please uh, interact with me on social media. Uh, Trump himself is my handle. Always talking about football, beer, fun stuff like that. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, anytime you guys want to talk to Michigan uh, football, I'm here for you. All right, Ryan. Hey, we really appreciate it, and we'll check in with you down the road. Go Blue. Joe Janka here, your Michigan State insider for the Three Point Podcast, giving you some thoughts about what I thought I saw um, this past Friday night for the Michigan State-Tulsa game. I'll start with some good, and then I'll come into some bad. First thing I'll say is that I think it's pretty common, and I believe the stat is that D'Antonio is 1-9 covering the spread in first games of the season. Um, so I don't want to make any drastic assumptions or um, declare anything about this team just yet because I think State normally starts kind of slow, especially from an offensive standpoint. So um, you can say that's making excuses, but it is what it is. First thing, some good, as I thought, and um, about the offense. One positive thing that did come out of it is I do think State tried to schematically do some different things. Um, Lewerke was very... 
uh, much in a spread type scenario most of the game. Um, yes, I know the execution of those plays wasn't always there, but he very rarely was under center um, with a fullback and a running back and just running it straight in the one hole and you know trying to play the game inside of a phone booth. I thought they at least tried to open it up a bit. Um, and again, the execution wasn't there, but as um, many people who have ever listened to me before, at least they're trying something different, which I think is a positive in some some sense. Um, another positive for the game, obviously, is I think State, is, as many people predicted, their front seven and especially their defensive line is going to be one of the best in the country. Moving into the negatives, I think it's obvious the offense wasn't there. There was drops. I believe I counted uh, seven or eight throughout the game. Um, their offensive line, yes, banged up, but I'm sick of excuses with their offensive line. Um, there was no push up front. Uh, most of their runs were one to two yards, and um, you know it just wasn't very efficient. It wasn't, um, and especially against the Tulsa, you hope to see a little bit more push from the up front, more running lanes for the running backs. And the work he just didn't have time and was attempting to make plays. And some of those plays, he you know was forcing the ball, uh, throwing good passes, and getting drops. And just from an overall efficiency standpoint, especially against the Tulsa, um, it did not like what I was going to see. And obviously, if they continue that, um, they're going to struggle with teams down the road. Um, maybe not this week as much with Western, but from an offensive standpoint, but, you know, you're playing the Ohio States, the Michigans, the Northwesterns, the Penn States, the Wisconsin's of the world. Um, you play that inefficiently offensively. You can only rely on your defense so much. So every team they play this year, they're probably going to have the most def- dominant unit with that defensive front seven. But I, it does make me a little bit nervous this week with Western because Western can score the ball. So the offense is going to have to come to play and actually put some points up of themselves and not just rely on field goals or turnovers from the defense. But either way, this is Joe Janka for the Three Point Podcast, and uh, that's my thoughts for week one against Tulsa. Thank you. Welcome to the Ultimate Pizza Showdown. In this corner, the reigning champ, Main Street Pizza, with its huge toppings of gooey cheese and fresh dough. And in the other corner, some other pizza looking kind of weak, with wimpy pepperoni and almost no cheese on top. The judges take a bite of Main Street Pizza. And the scores? 10, 10, 10. Now, it's the challenger's turn. Ooh, the judges don't look very happy. The scores are in. Two, three, two. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a winner. In the unanimous knockout, Main Street Pizza wins again. Main Street Pizza invites you to choose a better slice. The dough, sauce, and cheese are made fresh right on site. So your pie is created from scratch, start to finish. Go with a traditional favorite or try delicious Main Street specialty pizza, like the chicken fajita or BLT. Pick up a take-and-bake pizza in any size, perfect for families on the go, made fresh to order. Try a Main Street sub loaded with meat or some delicious salad, breadsticks, chicken wings, and lasagna. Don't forget, you get a free individual pizza on your birthday. Main Street Pizza in St. John's, Ovid, Carson City, Corona, Fowler, and St. Louis. Fresh, delicious, and covered in toppings. Baked in an old Italy-style brick oven. Choose a better slice. Main Street Pizza. We all love bargain hunting at an auction, right? Well, go online at SheridanAuctionService.com for information on upcoming auctions. They have an auction house that is jam-packed with all kinds of great items. Stay up to date by checking their website at SheridanAuctionService.com. Also, sign up for email notifications or call Troy Crow at 989-720-SELL. 
for other details. Hey, we all need a pub to chill out and relax at, right? Well, ours is Rivals. Rivals Tap House and Grill is the official sports bar of Three Point Podcast. Big event coming up September 7th at 8 o'clock. Come on out, celebrate the 80s and Freddie Mercury's birthday. The 80s and Queen, they're going to be featured with karaoke, trivia, and 89-cent well drinks. Also, every Thursday is bike night at Rivals with specials all evening long. Awesome food and drink. Rivals Tap House and Grill in Corona. All right, guys, it's good to hear from Joe. Um, he's going to check in with us periodically, probably starting about mid-month, but we wanted to get him a little flavor of three-point podcast and see what his thoughts were on that Spartan game. What do you, what do you guys think? I mean, that, that defense looks pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I think the defense, uh, we talked about it for weeks leading up to it. The defense is the real deal. I mean, I mean, they were playing Tulsa. Tulsa last year, I know it's a different year, new players, new season. But Tulsa was ranked in basically the bottom of college football in all offensive categories last year. Still, Michigan State holding them to minus 73 yards rushing. I don't care who it is. Uh, that's, that's impressive. So, yeah, their, their defense is fine. You know, Mark D'Antonio and his presser today was talking about, you know, that the offense needs to catch up and wake up and everything. I don't know. Maybe Jared was right. Maybe Lewerke isn't going to be the answer. But, you know, I'd still chalk that up to it was the first game of the season. They got a win. It was sloppy. It was ugly. Their defense, if anything, will keep them in any game this year. Which is what we thought. Yeah, negative 73 yards rushing. That's the big storyline. I, I actually think it's hilarious. I was actually kind of rooting for their defense because did you guys see like Corey Taylor, Tulsa's running back, said they're going to run for like 200 yards or something <laughs> on the ground. Negative. Well, it's 273 yards off. But yeah, the defense is scary as we knew. But Lewerke, 21 for 37, 192 yards against Tulsa. I mean, it's only going to get worse from here. Tulsa, 192 yards. And the crowd just raining booze on the offense. I loved it. I couldn't get enough of it. And obviously, like Matt said, the defense is going to be able to keep them in any game. But at some point, you've got to be able to put points on the board. Yeah. And this offense, I mean, they're rushing for three yards to carry. They just look horrible. They did not look good at all on offense, just like we expected. Well, I'll say one thing. I mean, I know you were pretty negative on the Michigan start, but uh, the fans out there for MSU – not too happy either. I'm sure the the Twitter world was lit up with different commentary. I I for one, I watched the whole game. I didn't think Lewerke was that terrible. I mean, was he great? No, but uh, I, I think they do still have some questions on that offensive line. That's really where I see it, it's it's a big weakness. And you know, the fans, smart fans, see what's happening out there. I mean, you you got to protect your quarterback, and you got to open some holes for the running backs. And there wasn't a lot of that going on. Yeah, the offensive line is a little iffy, and, you know, so that goes into protecting Lewerke, too, especially with his, you know, he was a little banged up last year. And I guess that's my thing is, you know, D'Antonio made some changes, if you want to call them changes, on his coaching staff in the offseason. Basically just shuffled the chairs on the deck of the Titanic with his coaching staff, just moving guys around. Harbaugh brought in a brand-new offensive coordinator, though. So just looking at those two teams, both teams' offenses needed to change after last year. I don't know how any Michigan or Michigan State fan can like watch those two games and not see a clear difference in the play calling from Michigan to Michigan State. You know, even though Lewerke threw the ball a lot and you know they were maybe struggling on the offensive line a little bit, you know, the play calling by Michigan and Josh Gaddis was much more updated, if you want to say that, much different than what we saw last year out of Michigan compared to what Michigan State was doing. Well, Michigan State was a little bit more from shotgun. Uh, than I think they have been in the past. But, but what did you mean? So when you said they shuffled the chairs like the Titanic, are you saying that this ship is like going down, like Michigan State's going down, and they're the Titanic, or is that just you just said that? 
I'll go ahead and uh, leave that open to interpretation. I'm not not uh, upset with your, <laughs> how like you interpreted it, though. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna assume that you meant that it's going down, and, and I like that. They, it seemed like they were trying, and you could tell that it was a new coordinator, and that Michigan State was from Shotgun more, and they were trying something different. But it's just, I mean, who are these athletes? I mean, they have court, they have Cody White, and that's basically the only like stud skill position I would say they have on this entire roster. And I know Ted, you're gonna say Connor Hayward because his dad played in the NFL. Well, that's not him. This team, and yeah, the offensive line's not good. How about we just say this? Just a blanket statement. No one on this offense is any good. So anyone could be the coordinator of this group, and I don't think they're going to be able to put up really any points at all. Yeah, and again, it's it's funny how definitive some of us are here after one game. I mean, you think about it. Does anybody really ever remember week one? I mean, it's all about how you get better. I will say this. I saw D'Antonio in the press conference. He was definitely not happy. I think there's going to be some adjustments made. Now, will there be enough adjustments to be made to make this a 10-win team? I don't know. You know, it's a fine line between eight wins and ten wins. If you make adjustments, if you do feel you have the talent, and if this offensive line can somehow gel, you know, we'll see what happens. We all know, though, that Michigan State has just a killer schedule, which is going to be a big, big factor. But I agree with both you guys. There wasn't a lot to really be too enthused about if you were a Michigan State fan. Did you not get all you needed to know about Michigan and Michigan State last year with Michigan losing to Notre Dame and Michigan State in the dogfight with Utah State? I got a lot. I think that you could have predicted the whole season after that, after week one last well, year. And that, yeah, you look at it that way, I guess so, but every season is a little different. So, so basically, now that you've watched week one, Jared, it's got to be directed at you. Have you changed your thoughts on Michigan? I'm very worried about the Michigan State game now. I, before the season, I wasn't at all. But I could just see Mark D'Antonio putting Josh Gaddis's mind in a pretzel. And that just makes me very nervous. So throw out week one for Michigan State, as crappy as they played from your viewpoint, and now you're worried that they're going to beat Michigan. This Michigan State defense is the only like sure thing I can get from it. Like Michigan's defense wasn't 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 impressed with them. Michigan's offense Michigan's offense I wasn't impressed with them. Michigan State's offense definitely wasn't impressed with them. The only thing that my big takeaway from this weekend is that Michigan State's defense is legit. And like Matt said, they're going to stay in every game this year just because of that defense. And with D'Antonio, a little bit of D'Antonio magic against Michigan, like we've seen so many times, I'm nervous about that game. Yeah, I'd be nervous about it no matter what. But uh, this week one has no effect on my mind on leading to that game in mid-November. But I guess we'll see. Isn't this weird, uh, the way that the the quarterback carousel has turned out this season with that whole transfer portal and all that? I mean, it's just – what do you guys think of that in general? Patterson comes from the transfer portal. Yeah, I know that. I understand that. I'm okay with it. I, I think it's kind of cool, like watching Jalen Hurts. Would you rather, as a college football fan, would you rather Oklahoma have some Asher O'Hara in at quarterback versus Houston, or would you rather have Jalen Hurts taking snaps for no, Oklahoma? The, Same thing with Washington. You know, Jacob Eason, he could be sitting on the bench behind Jake Fromm, Justin Fields, Ohio State. Like, these guys are just be riding the bench. They don't want to be wasted. Well, the thing is, the thing with Hurts, though, he, he graduated, he stuck it out, and then made his move, right? He's got his degree, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to say. He was a grad transfer, so he didn't. He wasn't a transfer portal guy. Yeah, that's a different story. I agree with you on Shea Patterson, but then I think they're stretching the rules a little bit myself. I think some of these kids are just using that to their advantage because they got beat out, 
And then they're just saying, well, I'm going to go to another school where I can start. I understand that philosophy. I'm not so sure I, I really endorse it. I do for the guys that, you know, were lied to, recruited, you know, illegally like Patterson. He had the out. He had a legitimate reason. But some of these guys I'm not so sure do but are, are using the system. And the NCAA is just kind of making it up as they go with who they give eligibility to and then who they don't. Right. You know, and so I think, yeah, there, there's guys like – Maybe leaving for the wrong reasons, if you want to say it like that, just because they lost the job to someone else. Because you see a guy like Hertz, you know, lost his job to Tua, stuck it out, kept learning, kept getting coached by Alabama staff. You know, he even came in in the SEC championship last year and won the game. So you know, he still got a chance to play. And so, and then he transfers, and now he's on his way to winning another Heisman. But my my biggest thing with the whole transfer portal is coaches. You know, you mentioned players getting recruited. You know, lied to or whatever you want to say. Coaches are free to come and go as they please and you know they can sign a contract and then all of a sudden if they want to leave they can leave and you know they're sitting in those kids living rooms or kitchen telling the parents i'm going to be here for the four years that your kid is here i'm going to turn him into a man i'm going to do all this kind of stuff and then they can just bounce and it's like it's nothing so i, I definitely think kids should be able to do the same if, if coaches are able to they should be able to too i guess so, i guess it's a fair uh, point how is, how is that the wrong move so if somebody gets beat out how is it the wrong move to transfer so if you're Justin Fields, he gets beat out by Jake Fromm. He might as well just punt on the NFL, punt on his whole college career, just sit and be his backup his whole career. No, I don't think it's. So I don't think. It, well, what's, that's what you said. No, no. I, I think you should be able to transfer, but they they eliminated the sit out one year rule. That's what what's given me a little grief. Right. That that's one thing Harbaugh said. I think it was during Big Ten media days when they asked him about this topic. He he kind of threw out an, an interesting scenario or rule that he thinks should be in place. He said he thinks. Kids should be able to transfer one time and have immediate eligibility, and then after that they can transfer, but then they might have to sit out a year or whatever. So that kind of gives the kid, okay. you know, if, you know, you got to think about it too. A lot of these kids are same hometown their whole lives or whatever. Then they maybe go across the country or go somewhere else, and you know maybe they just don't adjust well to a new city, a new state. So then they give them that one time to transfer, figure it out for a year or two, have immediate eligibility. You know, at least give them that because. I don't. I think people don't think about that sometimes. That these kids leave and maybe they just don't adjust to college life the same as you know everyone else does. You know, so give give them one time and then after that, I guess figure it out. But like people are saying, they're they're getting up on their soapbox a little bit and acting. You know, seeing these kids, you know, trying to give that like millennial take. Like these kids aren't tough. They're losing the job. So they just want to transfer. They don't want to battle it out or whatever. I think that's what people say with the whole transferring. You know, they're like they're they're soft. They're taking the easy way out and just leaving when they should be battling and winning the job. So I don't I don't know if I really agree with that. All right. Well, I think we have different opinions on that. We'll just leave that there and finish up our our college football talk with that. Well, that'll do it for now, everybody. Subscribe, rate us on all the big podcasting sites, including Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and all the others. Follow and comment to us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Three Point Pod. Make sure to support our Three Point Podcast partners, Main Street Pizza, Advanced Elevator, Sheridan Realty and Auction Company, Rivals Tap House and Grill, The Corona Connection, Card Service Michiana, and Pro Mac Engineering. Also, be sure to check out our friends at Sports Radio Detroit for their great variety of programming. We want to say a big thanks to Ryan Terpstra. He's at Terp himself and Joe Janka at Janka Joe. We'll be checking in with them periodically throughout the college football season. This has been a three-point podcast production with special thanks to Sportsnet Michigan and WJSZ Radio. Thanks again for listening to and supporting Three Point Podcast.
serving Shiawassee, Clinton, and Gratiot Counties. C925, the castle. WJSC, Ashley Owasso.